in five, four, three, two, one. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute, I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sordos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Welcome everybody, it's Tuesday, September 19th, this is the Mike Rutherford Show, coming to you once again from the world-famous remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Hey Cars fans, UofL's nationally ranked and globally recognized 20-month professional MBA combines the experience of a top-rated program with the convenience of evening classes, learn from world, a world-class faculty, connect with industry experts, expand your professional network, and advance your career without interrupting it. Get started today. Earn your MBA from UofL by visiting business.louisville.edu backslash MBA. We can't earn it just from visiting there, but you can get your journey started by visiting business.louisville.edu. We're on the air today from 3.06 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the globe. You know us better as the big X. Mike Rutherford's here. Trevor Kelsey is also here. He is shining. He's got his clearly Canadian, which you, you, you brought this in today and acted like we've had this discussion. I don't think we ever talked about you buying Clearly Canadian. I knew you bought the – you found the Welch's Grape Soda. I did, I did get Welch's Grape Soda. I don't soda. think we've had the, the Clearly Canadian discussion that you think we've had. I don't remember if we had – did we have one? Is your microphone broken there? What happened in there? Hello, no, it hello? Looked like it was like dangling a little bit. Did- and now I can't hear you at all. No, I can't, I can't hear you. Your mic's not working. Check, check, check. There you go. There you go. All right, here we go. Um, I, th- I don't know. If, I don't remember if we had had this, this nostalgic discussion or not. We probably talked about Clearly Canadian. I can assume that. I didn't know you'd bought some for well, an outrageous price, by the way. Oh, I did. I, well, here's the thing. I, 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 and someone's going to be like, oh, you can get it at Kroger's. Or you can do, you know. I don't think you can. See, I didn't think you could either. So, and, and, and this was kind of like one of those, I think I was doing the Bats game, or maybe it was the, the IU game, not the Louisville one, but maybe one before it or something, and and, you know, I was just, you know, in kind of in a mode, and I was like, you know, hey, you know, on Amazon, like, I kind of, I remember Clearly Canadian, 10-year-old Trevor, I mean, loved those. Like, I remember riding my bike up to the convenience store and buying a big, you know, big double-sized glass bottles, which everything came in glass at the time, because... You can't well, also get it at Kroger, I just checked. You can? Yeah, it's $2.50 wow. $2. a bottle. Well, I'm an idiot. And so, <laughs> <laughs> I was there today, could have snagged you some. I wish you had. Uh, so I think yeah, I end up yeah overpaying for like a twelve pack of them, or more appropriately, I told you a ten pack because two of them are broken in the box. Yeah, that's outrageous. And I open up, I'm like, oh, it's damp. I'm like, please just tell me they were cold and they're just like cooling down and watering down. That's why the the box is wet. And 
Turns out not one, but two were busted. And of course, it's glass. So there's like glass everywhere inside the box. It was kind of a pain. Now, I told you this. I always would get excited. Like when I saw Clearly Canadian back in the day at the little grocery stores, little deli. I feel like Mike Best Meats, where we always used to go to get our deli meat. And they always had Snapple and Clearly Canadian. The Clearly Canadian always looked so good. It does look good, doesn't it? And then I would, yeah, and then I would get it. And I would always be disappointed. It never tasted good. It always looked so fancy. And this was, you know, this is, that was the epitome of class to eight-year-old Mike Rutherford. Was like eating that little, that, 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 whatever, villainette dessert they would show on ESPN in the mornings. Where you could cut through it with a knife, with like the little cutting knife. It looked so good. And drinking Clear Canadian at the same time was how I viewed like being a rich person. Me was and then I drank it. Grippos, and then, then I drank it. And it was just always, it was never good. Yeah, I just. So I told you, I think when I got to Welch's in over the weekend, like I texted you, it was like I took one sip and I was like flashed back to like being at poolside or a Creekside pool apartment. Creekside? Creekside. You know Creekside. I don't know Creekside. Uh, um, <laughs> we just caught Crackside. Uh, and, you know, and, and it was summer of 88 all over again. It was so awesome. And I'm saving. I, I, I only bought like 12. I think I bought 10 of those or something. So I'm going to save them for the weekends because those are great. Busted open clearly Canadian. Well, I. Not appropriately used since they were broken, but I did have like two cherries left, and that's what I wanted. And it got cold. And you're right, like ten year old Trevor kind of lied to me a little bit. wasn't good. Like, like it was kind. It, it wasn't as bad as like when I went and drank like the old school Mountain Dew and was like, "How did I ever get hooked on this?" Because like the like the '90s Mountain Dew is so much sugar. It's just like, it's it's really? oh, it's so disgusting. It's putrid. I've got to the point now where that's how all soft drinks taste to me. I'm like, yeah, I suppose, my parents yeah. used to say that when they were, when, when like when I was little, they were you know my parents moved on to diet coke and like when they would drink a regular coke, like oh how can anybody possibly drink this? And I was like whatever, you all are so old. And <laughs> giving up soft drinks after college now, if I like taste anything, even like fruit juice, I'm like oh it's it's so it's sugary. so sugary. I would like to try. There was a period in my you want, youth. You want to try some of this Blackberry Mountain? No, it's okay. Okay. It's there, not bad, actually. It's not as good as I thought, but still. There was a period in my youth where I feel like I drank nothing but sun-kissed sparkling lemonade. Like, Ooh, I, that's good. I, I would go through a two-liter like every two days. Like, it was just it, – it was it, it's been discontinued for years and years. But I think if I ever got my hands on a bottle of that, it would it'd have the same effect as the, the Welch's Grape uh, cocktail had on you. Like I, I would just go <laughs> right back to 1997 and be that kid again. Because it was, I used to drink it all the time. It fizzled. You could tell it wasn't good. But between that and your mom's baking, again, how are you not fat? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there was a period there where I was eleven. I got a little chunky. Okay. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It was. It was. I mean, not fat, but I was definitely. The cheeks were a little bit rosy. <laughs> Cherub I, face. I could have. I could have hung out over Ben Stiller's camp. <laughs> <laughs> I could have stood to lose five or ten. Pounds. I could. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that's that was kind of yeah, the excitement of the uh, nostalgic trip there a little bit. There you go. I'm glad you got to to take that turn. I'm kind of wishing it tastes a little better for the and, and or that you told me they were at you know Kroger's, but sorry. Well, I just looked it up because I t- I took the five seconds it took to Google something that you apparently didn't have the time for. Yeah, because that's what it was. It was time. That was that was my issue at that point. <laughs> uh, we w- we want to hear from you today on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. That's the number to text in the show. If you've got questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, topic ideas, whatever, hit us up on the text line. And a reminder, download that Refreshing Rewards app. It's going to save you money all football season at any one of the 71,112 area Thornton's locations. Download the Refreshing Rewards app, become a Refreshing Rewards program member, and it's going to save you money at the pump when you're fueling up. It's going to save you money inside when you buy a delicious, tasty Thornton Street. Do all that stuff. Text us then at 502-414-1450. TK, 
we've got lots to get to today. What, what? You said, oh, no, but your mic's not working. Uh-oh. What happened? I just got an email. I don't know. What do we have on the show planned for today? I don't know. Like, do we have a lot planned? I, I've got a, a few little notes. Why? Has it been thrown for a total loop? My ACT scores are here. Oh, my God. I wasn't expecting it so soon. <laughs> Neither was I. What do we do? It's surrounded by a bunch of emails. Duke apparently needs me to do stuff, but there's more important things now. I feel like I'm seeing double now. Like, like I, I didn't expect to get this email this quick. You, you I, said I, you said two to eight weeks. It hasn't even been two weeks. Did they just? This give, is why I wanted to know when you you had no idea when the results were coming. I needed some ballpark so we could well, get I, this thing ready. I told you what they told me. I don't know what to do with this now. I don't. This, I yeah. kind of feel like we just need to open it right now. Can we call Sean? I'll send him my email. <laughs> I think I got to give my password. Sean's got him. a real job now. I think he can only oh. listen to like part of the show. Oh no! Should I click on it? I kind of think you have to click on it. Are you clicking? I did on not it? expect this. <laughs> Are you clicking on it? Yeah. Okay. I don't... Password. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. What is it? Do you want to know? I want to know what you got on the ACT. <laughs> yeah, just, listeners, do you want to know? <laughs> do you want to know? All right. Let's. T- I-, I tell you what. Let's take a guess. I'll let you guess. Okay. Are you going section by section? We'll go section by section. Okay. <laughs> I did not expect this today. I hope there wasn't anything big on the headlines other than Cincinnati in the playoffs. I don't care if Kenny Payne just stepped down. <laughs> this is taking precedence. All right. In reading, what do you think I got? A 16. You nailed it. Did I? I got a 16 in reading. Now, this is the one that you thought you got a 20-plus on. Well, the- that's not a good sign. <laughs> that's not a good sign for the overall score. Uh, next would be English. I'm going to say you got a 13. Look at you. You just have no no faith in my speaking at all. I got a 14. Hey! Yeah. Huh. All right, last. Or not, I don't mean not last, but uh, next is science. Okay. One that we uh, were concerned about a little bit. We, we were obviously concerned, you know, being the fact that I think I read like half a question. What do you, that being said, what do you think my score was? A 12. Look at you! You just you do not you do not you do not give me the proper estimation whatsoever. Fourteen. Thirteen. Okay, I'm one. I'm one, I'm I'm doing remarkably well at predicting these. You, you sadly are. If this were prices right, I'd be all over it. I spent too much time with you. <laughs> this is actually true. I wonder if you could do this with Mary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could. Um, well, yeah, because I mean, most of the time with her, you're, you're getting with the kids. I mean, yeah. me, you're actually talking to me, which is. Good or bad, nonetheless. All right, last but not least, the one that was this is where I, a thorn in my side. You basically just guess on every question here. It was the Hans Gruber to my to my John McClain. On math. Uh, what is math? I'm going to guess 10. Okay, again, I did do well in the addition and subtraction areas. Well, you and, said you like read one of the questions and then just stopped reading. Well, it was addition and subtraction. And if you don't remember, my calculator had my name on it. It did. It did. It's got my name on it. Uh, you underestimated me again. 12? Keep going. Oh, my God. Uh, 13? Uh, uh, uh. 14? Yes! 
You did better on math than you did on science or English. I did be- I did math the same as I did English. So you, what, what, you ended up with like what a 13, 14? 14, baby. A 14 on the ACT. 14. You got the same as that video that I showed you. The guy who's the, the kid who's like I got a 14. And he's like, yeah, but I'm happy. He was sad. I'm thrilled. Well, you said you're going. First of all, I called this. I said 14. 14, baby. You said you thought you were going to get a 16. I said 14. I nailed this. I was exactly right. And my scores have been sent to Yale. <laughs> U.S. Senator of U.S. Senator of Connecticut Richard Blumenthal. Blumenthal. Bellarmine University. Nice. I need to put your name on that one. Go Knights. And uh, Palu, okay. uh, Blue Palu Community College. Wow. Are you sure? Positive. We looked it up. Okay. So I should probably learn that before I go there. <laughs> let, let the record show that you... Wow. After I, you, I can't get this so quick. So after you took the test, you, you made like your predictions after we did the whole episode where we talked about the, the sections and you recapped the entire experience and you predicted what you thought you did on each section, that averaged out to a 12.75. So you exceeded your own personal expectations yes. post-test. Now, you you underachieved based on your pre-test expectations, but it's always good after you take a test to get a score back that uh, surprises you a little bit. All right, there, there's like a breakdown of what I did, too. It's like preparing for higher math that says 6 out of 35. Well, we, I, we knew you weren't ready for higher math. <laughs> Whatever I got best in was modeling. I got 31%. Modeling? I got a second oh out of eight on geometry. Well, which ge- would, geometry which, sucks. Which would have helped if I knew which ones were geometry. <laughs> uh, reading, which I did the best on. Integration of knowledge and ideas, 75%. No big deal. Because I'm all about knowledge and ideas and integration that leads to them. Uh, craft and structure, 55%. Six out of 11. Uh, key ideas and details, not important. Um, What'd you get? 28%. <laughs> <laughs> English. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? I'm ready. Are you sure you're sitting down? I am. Knowledge of language. Yes. Uh, you, uh, how, how, for two years plus, I've been listening to you and you and you and you and you and everyone out there. I'm pointing at you in your car right now. Look to your left. That's me pointing. You have told me I have no no concept of the English language. I what, what do y'all call them? Trevorisms? You got a sixteen, buddy. Hold on. <laughs> but according to the, actually, this is English. I got a fourteen. <laughs> but, but not, which I have to correct you because you're wrong and I'm right. And but according to this, the knowledge of language, language, the language that is English, my knowledge of it, ninety one percent, ten out of eleven. Uh, what question? What types of questions were those? I don't know. I wish I want to know the one I missed. Actually. Is, is this a word in the English language? <laughs> Production of writing, seven out of twenty-four. <laughs> this is what pulled me down. I could have done so well. My knowledge of the language is so awesome. <laughs> Yet apparently, my production of writing. Which how did I get production of writing? I didn't write anything. Probably why. Um, <laughs> there's a, it's just like ACT readiness range. I'm nowhere near it. Uh, and conversions of standard English, I got 33%. Okay. Uh, the worst thing I got in the entire test was, well, other than geometry, which was O of 8. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. if I once got a zero on a geometry test in high school. <laughs> the worst score I got in the entire test was in science, uh, interpretation of data. Uh, I got one out of 18. <laughs> 6%. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then uh, 50% in science investigation. You're a good uh, investigator. I am apparently so. Five out of ten. And al- uh, uh, evolution of models, interferences. Yeah, whatever. I got 32%. I can't read. You can't read the damn category, let alone get the questions right. So there you go. I mean. The line is now set for U of L basketball versus Trevor's ACT score. I don't know what this is reading, but it says understanding of complex text. It says below. <laughs> <laughs> the understanding of complex text like, no. indicator lets you know you, if you're understanding the central meaning of complex text. Now, this thing I can't read. <laughs> I can read. I don't think you're understanding the complex text that I'm, they're presenting you with. Hello, I sent you a text. I can read texts. <laughs> That's why I, I always try to keep it simple, not complex, when we're texting back and forth. Yeah, I use too many emojis? What, what the hell? <laughs> I can't believe I nailed the score. Uh, you did. 14. You did. You guessed it. Uh, you are not eligible to play Division One sports. And I fell short of Patrick, half of Patrick's, didn't I? Uh, y- yes, you did. Patrick got a, what, I think his composite was a was a 31. Yeah, he said he wanted me half of it. You yeah. got b- better than half of my score. There you go. Now, do, do, I, do, do you say I do have enough to get into college? Uh, somebody looked up which colleges take <laughs> take schools take uh, AC scores of fourteen, and I think it was four four schools in the country was the Google <laughs> was the Google response. All I heard was options, baby. <laughs> what are they? Hold on, I need to go look back at because I mean that guy nailed it too. Uh, can you get into college with a fourteen? ACT score. Did not see this coming today. Uh, out of the 1.91 million test takers, 1,685,032 scored the same or higher than you. You can apply to five colleges and have a good shot at getting admitted. You have a very low chance of getting into 1,494 schools with this score. Um, <laughs> just tell me the five schools. That's what I want to know, yeah. I love there's a character says, am I ready for college? It just says no. <laughs> Where's the there's a Ohio University Southern has an ACT average score of two it says on this website. Oh, I can nail that. Um, so the schools, the schools that are easy to get into, Medgar Evers College in the it's City University of New York has an ACT average score of fourteen. That's probably like the projects or something. <laughs> well, beggars can't be choosers here, Trev. What was the name of the school? Medgar Evers College. Sounds like my made up school in SBU or something. Fort Valley State University. I've heard of that, I think, right? In Georgia, has an average ACT score of 11. One of these has got to be in Mississippi, right? Buffalo State College in New York. Okay, Buffalo. It says ACT average score of 2. That can't be right. And the SAT average is 970. The SAT average at Fort Valley State University is 570. I thought you got 800 for just writing your name. uh, Or 400 for just writing your name. Oh, this is... Okay, in my right for college, it says your scores, and it says college readiness benchmarks. Math 14, the benchmark is 22. So I, I'll save the time. I didn't reach any of these benchmarks. <laughs> says, if your score is at least 50% a chance of obtaining a B or higher, and 75% is a chance of getting a C or higher, I am at the level of getting an F. Which mm-hmm. I could have... wish they had told me this before I went to Western. I could have knew that to save myself some money. I would have liked to have known what you would have gotten had you finished the AC back when you were 23. I do too, yeah. Or if you'd taken it in college. No, I did finish. I just, I just didn't. I think when I got back, I was late. They let me in, but I just didn't even like read. I didn't read anything after that. I just guessed on all of them. I was like, eh, eh, eh. according. And to, I don't even remember what I opened it up. I wonder what my old email was. Yeah, again, you're Johnny from Shawshank Redemption. 
So much as you got in your score out of the trash. It seemed that you were a genius. Uh, according to best accredited colleges, there are approximately 21 colleges across the country where you have a competitive chance of gaining acceptance with a 14 ACT score. Let's see if we've heard of any of these. Please be blue. Please be blue. Albany State University. I feel like I've kind of heard of that, right? Albany, it's in Albany, right? I'm assuming so. Did, did, aren't there Division I, I school? Well, that's all. Just, that's just Albany. That's well, not that's, Albany State. Maybe just drop the state like Memphis. Central State University, isn't that a insane asylum? Central State, no. And did they have, didn't they have like a seven-footer that played there in Connecticut, right? That's Central Connecticut State. Oh, never mind. St. <laughs> Augustine's College. I don't think we're going to get any Ooh, D1 I, schools on this list. St. Right? Augustine, that's, that's where they have the Masters. That's Augusta. Damn it. It's amazing that you got a 14 now as, as, as we continue to talk about it. Bloomfield College, Virginia Union, Virginia Union University, Wesley College, Livingstone College, Chowan University, Johnson C. Okay, Smith Wes, University. Wesley, Univer- Wesley College, I swear, was on a TV show at some point or a movie. It sure wasn't just some guy named Wesley who went to college. I'm not going to talk anymore. I'm just going to leave my scores up for themselves. <laughs> It says I don't know what state you think ranks. I want to see where I get in the state rank. Wesley College is in Delaware. Well, I could go to Delaware. Hi, I'm in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> I knew a girl that went to high school in, or college. I in I'm sad we didn't have time to prepare for this. I am a little bit too. It's like Christmas morning. We just like ripped open the packages. Now that the moment's <laughs> gone. But it was an exciting moment. Sean texted, and now he's disappointed. He said, "I just tuned in." I wanted to call you, Sean. My big moment just evaporated. So much for reminding people I exist. Now I need to listen to the pod. Damn. We didn't know this happened. Okay, first of all, I want the record to show, Sean, I was wanting to call you and text you, but you won't give me your number, you know, with that whole, you know, restraining order thing, but that's okay. I was concerned Sean can't listen to the the show early enough because he's got, he's a real job, like a real grown up person job. Yeah, but I mean, this is like your boss would give you the time off for this, right? I think so. I think if Sean had let his boss know what was going on. Yeah, he's been like, listen, I got to go on the radio and announce these scores. I don't even remember what we plan to talk about. His boss was possibly like, get on there right now. Why are you talking to me, Mr. Moth? Man. <laughs> it says your rank shows the appropriate percentage of recent high school graduates in your state who receive scores that are the same as or lower than yours. So, okay. So, in, in the state of Kentucky, the people who got 14 or lower is 26%. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Jesus. And I knew we were bad in education, but oh my God. In math, 20 A quarter of the state got 14 or worse on the ace. A quarter of the state is Trevor. You haven't seen it yet, but there's the, the best, I think the, maybe the best line in the entire wrestler documentary by Matt Jones when he's talking about wanting OVW to help bring up, you know, the state of Kentucky. And he just <laughs> casually throws in, he goes, if, if you look at everything, Kentucky is 49th at everything across the board. Thank God for Mississippi. <laughs> and he just keeps moving right, on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're low. I can't believe that 26% of the state got a 14 or worse on the ACT. Patrick may be one of the smartest people in the state. I don't think that's even true. I mean, I think it's just <laughs> I think that just a certain a lar- a way too large chunk of the state is uh, has been failed miserably by their public schools. In math, 14, 20%. 13 science, 15%. I don't know what, oh, STEM. What's STEM? I didn't take a STEM test. I got a 14 in something called STEM. Good. I didn't even take it. 18% got it, though. English, uh, 14, 34% of the state has a 14 or lower. In reading, 40%. I'm in the 40 percentile. Yes. 
Make, ter- if, these are terrifying stats. If it makes you feel better, U.S. ranks composite 14, 22%. It doesn't make me feel better. I've, t- I've been telling everybody for a long time this country's dumb. Nobody listens to me. Now that I got a 14% <laughs> like everybody else, you're going to listen, right? Now that, now that I got this 14 on the ACT. <laughs> I got a 14 along with the other, the other one-third of the one-quarter of the country. You're going to pay attention to what I got to say. Speaking of family guy reference, I know you're like making them. This is going to be like when Peter, when they cheat to like make Trivial Pursuit very easy for him, and he like thinks he's a genius. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, Actually, Lois, I found your dinner quite shallow and pedantic. <laughs> they gave him the kids' version. Like, what color is the fire truck? He's like, I want to say red. <laughs> and then they make him take the, uh, what's the, the, the MacArthur Genius Grant test? Yeah, yeah they have to, they have to. He finds out he's special. Handy. Yeah. It's actually funny. Like, it's kicking in all the bathroom aisles. Don't mind me. I'm special. <laughs> uh, um, oh, man. So I've been thrown for a loop now. I don't, I don't know how to react. Do you to know remember what we were doing on the show today? I've, I've, I don't want to talk about anything else now at this point. Trevor got a 14 on the ACT. And I got clearly Canadians. And you got clearly Canadian. This, which, is, this has become TK and which, Friends again. Which now come as no shock that I overpaid for them once you heard my <laughs> ACT scores. <laughs> so the question that's now out there, let's. We've set the goal. 14 wins for Kenny Payne to, to break even, Ooh. 15 to beat your ACT score. Do you think he does it? I don't think he does. You think you're going to beat Kenny Payne? I don't Is know. Trevor Ken- on one rung, Kenny Payne two or three rungs below. I mean, I don't know if Kenny can beat my sign score, which is 13, which I was pretty consistent here. You were nothing if not. Well, all <laughs> the scores between what, a 16 and a 12? Uh, 14, 13, 14, 16, yeah. Jeez. What is science and math? This is a STEM. What's a STEM? I don't know. I don't either. It's I feel like that sounds familiar. I feel like, I, I feel like at one point in my life I knew what that was. Because I don't remember taking a third, a, four, a fifth test. Well, you didn't do the writing segment. No. No, I did not. My interest. We <laughs> <laughs> take the test. <laughs> STEM represents your overall score on science, technology, engineering, and math. No, I guess I'm not going to. So it's to your overall performance on the science and math test. So I'm not going to per, to. Purdue is what you're, you're not getting about. into VMI. I mean, to, 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 <laughs> to, to MIT. Or to most schools, to be honest. <laughs> or VMI, for that matter. I guess you could go in the military. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they care. They see that low score and they lick their lips. <laughs> I don't think you're getting into... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you see, you're pleased, though. I Yeah, I'm pleased. I got a 14. I looked, at, I looked up what is STEM in, in ACT, and one of the first results is one of those Quora questions, and somebody asked, should I put my ACT score on my LinkedIn? Absolutely, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. Should I put my LSAT score from 10 years ago from when I didn't even finish law school on my, L, on my LinkedIn? I kinda, I'm, now I'm in the groove. I want to take an LSAT. I would love for that to happen. What, what's the, what do doctors take to get their degree? MCAT. Well, they get to get into medical school. They, I want to take that, too. Okay. We can make that happen. I want to. T- <laughs> are these expensive? We looked it up already. Remember, they all said it's like 200 bucks. Damn. Can you do a GoFundMe on that one? Sure. I think people would love to see you take the other <laughs> I think you probably, yeah, I probably would get it, wouldn't I? <laughs> probably. So I got to take an LSAT and an MCAT. MCAT. Like, like MCCAT? MCAT. Okay. Yeah. I'm happy. This is a good day, man. Bob's right. This clearly Canadian taste even better now. I feel like you know we're favored over Boston College by fourteen. Are we really? You got a fourteen on the ACT. I feel like we're winning by two touchdowns on Saturday. Oh, we are. This is beautiful. I might put all the money I've got on a push. If, if that line drops to thirteen and a half, bet the house. That's all I'm going to say. 
I'll take a break. When we come back, we can talk a little sports, I guess. Oh, I don't I even get, know I if get, I want I to. I got to get the song loaded. Do me a read real quick. Okay, sorry about that. I Well, no, it's your, my fault. I was, I was, I was going to load it, and then I got I know it's your fault. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm apologizing for throwing it to break <laughs> five minutes after I was supposed to on my own show. Uh, reminder about our friends over at AirServe. If you're having uh, heating or air conditioning problems, you know, the weather's all over the place. It's great right now. It might not be tomorrow. You never know. But uh, AirServe of Louisville always has you covered. Visit them online at airserve.com backslash Louisville. Fe- spelled a little funky, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville. Or call them directly any hour, any day, 502-785-8600 is the phone number. AirServe, Louisville's home team. Stay, call- stay cool, stay comfortable, stay AirServe. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some actual sports. We'll hear from you guys on the Thornton's text line. Your reaction to Trevor's ACT score. It's got to be all over the place. Here on the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1, The Big Eggs. She could do it all tonight Called up the homies and I'm asking y'all Which part are y'all playing basketball? Get me on the court and I'm troubled Last week messed around and got a triple-double Freaking brothers every way like MJ I can't believe today was a good day He was celebrating Got a 14 on the ACC Up at the Goodyear blimp And it said Trevor's ACT scores is a pimp I think my phone, I got almost as many reactions from people listening to the show. We didn't get to promote it, though, which is sad. I know, if I had announced, like, oh, my God, breaking news, Kenny Payne has announced his resignation or something. Like, I think I got, I, I would have gotten slightly more engagements on that than I did when we broke the news that your ACC scores had come in. Like, my wife just texted in, like, oh, my God, ACT scores with, like, a million question marks and exclamation points. <laughs> People were uh, were very excited. Patrick does. Uh, Patrick Ryan uh, texted in. Young Patrick Ryan. I'm glad said, he took a break from his job over at 680, aka 680 Ryan. That's his new Twitter handle. Said uh, <laughs> it's poetic that his score and our points allowed on Saturday were the same. You matched our defense. Yes. I did. Yes, I did. Same as our our defense. Same as we're favored to beat Boston College by. It's all coming into place right now. Same as the amount of games we're going to win this season. I love how you posted the TikTok and our reactions are complete. I think <laughs> yeah. this kid's like ready to commit suicide. This kid admits that he just like, guessed on the entire test and is horrified that he got a 14. <laughs> You're playing Ice Cube. Boom, <laughs> come back from break. <laughs> I, I Now that I have a chance to think about it a little bit, it does. So you you, you got a what, a 14 in math? Is that right? Uh, let me see because I'm getting this framed. Uh <laughs> I'm going to print out this Trevor's ACT scores. I'm going to frame it. I'm going to hang it in the studio. Uh, math of 14, yes. It does make me a little concerned that the section that you did the second best on was the one where you didn't even read the questions <laughs> after the first three, I think. I, I think you're failing to forget something. I'm failing to forget what? My calculator had my name on it. <laughs> the strength of the Trevor calculator. Clearly, it was more powerful than you give it credit for. The sad thing is, like, I really do. What if think, I did better than some other schmuck in that class? Well, I was have. just thinking about, like, when I did take the ACC, like, I, the only thing that I remember is, like, I remember like, my scores were like so 
in line with, with my skill set. It was like 33, 31, 28, and then like 16 or something on math. So whatever I did, I did not do that much. I, I, I may have been right around Trevor Kelsey level when I took the actual <laughs> ACT uh, my junior year of high school. They should let you see the scores of everyone in your class. I want, I, I want to know where I finished. And like, like, can we grade this on a curve or something? Which, by the way, I never. Oh, the, the, this might be shocked that someone who's got a fourteen in math never understood what the curve was. <laughs> I didn't understand what a curve is. I got a fourteen in math, dude. Basically, you really, you really want to question what I, why I know or don't know something anymore? Like the the <laughs> amount of space between the person with the highest score in the, the class and a hundred. Like if the if somebody got a ninety and it was the highest score in the class, okay, the curve is ten, and so everyone gets ten points added to their score. <laughs> What it, so you take the highest person score, the distance between what they got and a hundred percent. Oh, that's okay. The curve. Uh, oh, and so people would always get mad if there's like a curve buster in your class, like a really hard test. Say like the second best score is an eighty-one. Everyone did terrible on this test, but some bozo got a ninety-seven. Like that kid just broke the curve for everybody. So you only get three points when you should have gotten like twenty. That wouldn't have been me. Well, I think we're. <laughs> I think your scores indicate that. But I, then I want to curve because there had been some. There was a People kid. There, there was a kid that had like three calculators. I guarantee he he kicked math butt. Well, you you wouldn't want him to <laughs> to kick math butt. You want everybody to do bad if you want a high curve. I still don't think you're understanding the concept <laughs> of the curve. I don't even know how to throw a curve. <laughs> you don't just get the score that somebody in your class got because they're really smart. Well, why not? That's just having someone take the test for you. Why should just done that instead? Uh, some text line react. First of all, I'm, I'm shocked by the amount of people on Twitter that when I posted that your scores came in, people gave you way more credit than I think the actual listeners on the text line. I don't think they listen to the show as much. I mean, we had people predicting 23s. We had people predicting 18. We had people predicting you know, a lot of 36s out there. I don't think anybody predicted what you actually got, but look, I know you. I nailed it. I, well, and I think when, when I originally, like the day after, I gave you what I thought I did, and it came out to like a 13 or 14, didn't it? It, it was a 12.75. Yeah, what you thought you did. So yeah. you exceeded your own post-test exp- expectations. Texas says, does this, mean, does this mean that Trevor will go take the LSAT now and walk the bridge and climb Mount Kilimanjaro? One of those three might happen. I forgot about you. And I promise you it's not going to be the last two. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Well, I, the walking bridge I had was was on the line versus for the Kraken. For the Kraken, yeah, Avalanche yeah. series. That's why I had to watch Shallow Hell. <laughs> the worst of that one. Yeah. Texas says this. That first... comes up, by the way, on every like list on, on you know these things on face the list on Facebook, and every time I come across some websites like movies that aged horribly, and Shallow Hell is like always like right there next to Revenge of the Nerds, another movie I love. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I get it doesn't age well, trust me. But Texas says the first hour is going to be peak podcast ratings. Oh, it will be. People are excited. Texas, how did Trevor get a 13 on science? It feels rigged. <laughs> I, just, I, mean, I, can't, I don't think I read one science question. I'm not, not going to lie to you people. I'm a I'm man of the people. I don't There's, think I got read a one. TJ predicted that you would get a three. Okay, TJ, come on, I dude. think you get more than a three just for taking the test. <laughs> I mean, it's... I'll be honest with you, there is a very good possibility I could have gotten a three, maybe. I mean, you're a teenager. You, you got, uh, I was a teenager you, at one Not point. only did you stay out of single digits, you got into the teen range. That's, I think... Uh, yeah, I can, I can drive a tractor in some states. I'm proud of you. Thank you. 
<laughs> Texture says Louisville's over-under for basketball wins is at 8 as of August 7th. That can't be right. As of August 17th, therefore beating Trevor's ACC score would be overachieving by around 40% for KP. I don't know where you're finding that line. I can't imagine Plus, there's anybody. a lot of math to throw at me. Yeah, nobody's setting that line unless they want to. Yeah. No one said eight. I, mean, I said eight. Yeah, nobody. There's there's nobody who's setting a taking money on eight. Yeah. If they are, let me know. I may actually bet because we're winning more than. Eight. I think I did say eight when I originally. I think that was where I put it at because I've been ultra negative to the point where I don't even think they're going to beat my ACT score. Who's I'm the not dude sure that thought I got 31? That dude's drunk. Honestly, the 14 <laughs> is 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 an appropriate line. I think for the basketball team that makes it an <laughs> enticing bet for sure. It does. Texture says, Trevor bragging about his knowledge of the English language, followed by not being able to read or pronounce any words he's talking about. Honestly, you did better than I thought at a 14. Good job, Trevor. You're a great guesser, buddy. Hey, now listen. Knowledge of the language that is English. The ACT test has spoken 91%. You basically got a 91 on the ACT. I am the king of English, the language of English. Texas says this makes up for the, the Browns pooping the bed and making me lose my fantasy team last night. Texas TK can get into DeVry, Southern New Hampshire University, or the <laughs> University of Phoenix. Texas, I'm betting my retirement savings on TK over the KP win total. Man, I honestly I don't because I was saying going into the, the the test, I was taking the over, like not knowing what your score was, not knowing anything else. 14 is a pretty solid line. Yeah, I'm, I mean it's yeah, I, it's solid enough that I got it on. Three. It's my composite math and English score. Why just make like a solid line for the KP bet? I, mean, I really just wish I'd gotten better production of writing and conventions of standard English. Wait a minute, I have a ninety-one percent knowledge of the language. What's the what's the difference between the knowledge of the language and conventions of standard English? That's for you to decide, Brainiac. I mean, what, what what's what what is standard? I got thirty-three percent on that. Texture says Ben. Oh, Ben Wallace and Charles Oakley both went to Virginia Union. Virginia Union. Did TK they, could be the next great alum. Was that on the list of schools that allow fourteen? Schools that you could get into with a fourteen. Oh yeah, school. Charles Oakley and Ben Wallace. I knew that. Yeah, Charles Oakley was a man. You guys are basically fellow alums, and we're both undersized power forward slash centers. That's what people say that all the time. I mean, Ben Wallace was six nine center. I'm, I'm, I mean, I was a six three center in in, in, in little league. Texas says, I was like Sean, the Ben Wallace of St. Matthews. Texas says, Sean, this is what you get for getting a real job. That's right. Yeah, dude, come on. Texas says, TK, have you ever just considered drinking water? Like without the mountain blackberry flavor? That's what it sounds like. That's the question. No. No, just no. <laughs> Can't do water. I don't, I don't get the question. Texas podcast <laughs> listener, but I'm tuning in live at work so I can hear Trevor's ACT score. Did I miss it? <laughs> Everything else in my life is irrelevant. I just think <laughs> He's working in his office. He's in his, he's in his cubicle. He's getting something done. Next thing you know, someone's running down. The ACT scores are in. People the hunt, ACT scores people are in. People around radios for the OJ verdict. <laughs> I'm thinking more like in uh, Joe Dirt, where they're all wrapped around the, when it always shows people like on the beach and listen to the radio and on the stoop. That's me right now. <laughs> he's innocent. He's innocent. He's innocent. 14. It's a 14. 14. Ah. <laughs> Angry black lady spits in a dude's face. <laughs> yes. Patrick says that Marty once told him he had someone go in and take a take take the ACD and just put C on every question, and they got a twelve because they had kids getting nines. I have heard that if you yeah if you just if you just guess one letter, you're gonna get an eleven or a twelve. <laughs> you're smarter than that. 
I, I want proof of that. <laughs> Those people were getting like sixes. <laughs> Dexter says, I wonder if Feinbaum ever discusses Daryl from Georgia's ACT score. <laughs> so there's a 9% chance of Trevor not knowing the English language exists. <laughs> Knowledge of the language. I missed one question. I want to know which one I missed. It's like, is, <laughs> is battle an English plus, word? Plus, I'm just curious. How can I get it? How can I, how can I know 91% of the knowledge that is the language of English? And we know 33% of standard English. I don't know. Or the conventions. Uh, what does conventions mean? This is probably a reason why I got a 14. But <laughs> Texture says, what uh, was that? Recruiting victory that the volleyball team got that you mentioned on yesterday's show, I can't find anything about it. I don't think they've announced anything. I just know Danny Busman Kelly on Instagram was hinting at a big win in recruiting yesterday. She said, lost a match, tough match, but a big-time win in recruiting. Excited for the future of the program. That's, that's all that's out there. So if, if DBK is happy, I'm happy. That's all that matters. I'm happy. And curse you for bringing a sports question to our ACT score celebration discussion. By under-reading key ideas and details, 28%. But integration of knowledge and ideas, 75%. How progressive of you. Three out of four. <laughs> we had four questions. I'm supposed to integrate knowledge and ideas in reading if I only get four questions. Texas, congrats, Trevor, from Chris Plummer. Yeah, baby. Texas, 14 is actually a great line for basketball wins. Let's just break down the men's basketball schedule to find what the uh, who, what to bet the rest of the day. We already kind of did that with the non-conference <laughs> schedule. The question now becomes for me, because I think I had them going 9-4 and four in the non-con. Do I think that they can win? I'm going 4-9. <laughs> yeah, you have them losing to like every I game. said three or four wins in the non-con. You said nine, yeah. I, I think that the question now becomes for me, do I see them winning six games in the ACC? Do you? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean. The question. Texas Trevor Kelsey, slightly smarter than random chance. <laughs> Damn right. I'm Texas, raising the curve on that one. Texas, who has a who had a better math score on the ACT, Trevor or Eric Bledsoe? I bet you I had I bet you I had a better score. He had to get an 18 composite to get in. I don't see an algebra listed on here. Modeling, integrating, well, he essential took algebra skills, like three. statistics. Well, it took, took me like three times to get algebra. He didn't need to take algebra. Oh, here's algebra. I got two out of eight. Well, that's not great. <laughs> that's, that's, but some may have had you there. I like how there's a category called preparing for higher math. Isn't that what the ACT is? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I got a six out of 35 on that one. Well, that's not great either. My highest score in math, by the way, modeling. Which, yeah. I mean, look at me. Well, that's that's going to be a surprise. Said, that, that was a joke I made initially when you were going over it. <laughs> Texas says, oh, God, TK would... Definitely get the minimum score on the MCAT. Also, it's three hundred and fifty dollars ish. We looked up the LSAT. The LSAT may be the cheaper option. Looks like it was about two hundred. That's three hundred fifty bucks to just take the test. Do you think that test be free? Doctors, man. I mean, yeah, you've got to. You know how much money they pay for medical school and law school? Shouldn't the test to like get the degree be free, or be like be at least included in like some kind of meal plan or something? Well, no, you have to. T- this is the test that you take to get into medical school and, and, and law school. Oh, well, that should be like they shouldn't charge you unless you pass then. <laughs> I mean, if you fail, why'd you have to pay it for a it's test? It's not a pass-fail. <laughs> you get a score, 
And that score either helps you get into or not get into school. I think that's the definition of pass fail, right? I don't think that's the, no, it's not. Okay, so, <laughs> so let me get not this straight. All. If I get a score to get in, I pass. If I get a score to don't get in, I fail. But that's not all. Like, it's not just your score that gets you. Have to. It's a whole admission process. Your GPA. You have to like have a personal story, like all this stuff. <laughs> like, if, like I could not have gotten into law school with just my GPA, but I did real well on the LSAT, and that boosted me in. If I hadn't done like way better than average, then I would have been screwed. But I if have I to had, give him like some story about raising myself from my own bootstraps from the streets or something. Kind of, yeah. You have to have a personal story. You got to write it. I got a personal story. I want to hear it. I once spent way too much on Clear Canadian, which after hearing my math score doesn't shock anybody. A long time ago. And then, yeah. <laughs> Texas, I think football has a better chance of winning 14 games than basketball. Come on. That <laughs> guy got a less math score than I did. Texas says our <laughs> board exams during med school are $650. That's outrageous. That's insane. Again, they shouldn't charge you unless they're going to let you into school. That's just mean. Texas, Trevor should take the Praxis Educator Licensing Test. Choose your subject areas. I like that idea. Actually. Does that have, like, history? So that's the other thing about this ACT that makes me mad is it doesn't have – I mean, it's got four categories. They're pretty much two the same. I mean, math, science, pretty much the same thing, and reading and English. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's tomato, tomato. Like, I need, like, geography and, like, you know, history and pop culture – like, wh- where's the section where I named number one draft picks in the NBA from 1980 to 1991? I nailed that one. Texas don't ask me how I know this, but Akoya Gal got a 13 on his ACT. That's not, that can't be true, because you have to get an 18 to get in. I mean, he may have gotten, like, a 13 on some sections, but, I mean, I do know. I don't know. Explain why I went to Nebraska. I do know one famous UofL athlete who had one, like, on, he took the ACT a bunch to try to get eligible, and on one of his tests, did get a 14. I'm not going to say who. But Ooh, apparently I beat Patrick in knowledge of the English language. What do you mean? He says he got one more than me right on knowledge of language. Oh, so you got 10 out of 11. Yeah, and or you got 11 out of 12. Is that right? Uh, was I thought it? you got 10 out of 11, you said. I did, uh, 10 out of 11, yeah. Patrick got 10 out of 12. So you, you, you both got the same right, but he just missed one more than you did. Yeah, I know the English language better than Patrick does. I think that's the only conclusion we can draw here. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> He's ashamed. He should be. Uh, Texture says... My mom just texts me, like, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is the biggest academic accomplishment you've had in a solid 30 years. I'm so- I think my uncle says he's going to change his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Are they throwing you a barbecue tonight at your house? I should have a party. I, I got to do the Bats game tonight. But the, the whole family's coming. Like, I want, yeah, I want, I want a celebration. Like you walk in, there's like a whole banner that just says, like, Mr. 14. You're, you're going to go full Mr. 3000 here. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt that says 14 and brown. <laughs> <laughs> the 14 dream the 14 dream the 14 club oh god Texas it sounds like what Trevor thinks team name is 14 mafia <laughs> Texas, it sounds like Trevor thinks the ACD should be his 90s trivial pursuit <laughs> I think that should be on there too it's part of being it's part of college like where's the question about the Big Lebowski or something I mean you do need to know about Big Lebowski in college at least you did when I went I, I see where's the question about mixed drinks I'm like should you mix vodka and and Big Red? No. These are questions about college. That would help you once you get there. I, damn right it would have helped my friend. 
All right, let's take a break. I promise. I thought he was dying. He was just getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's picking up his guts. Like, no, it said Big Red was vodka. We're going to talk sports <laughs> in the second hour, I promise. Uh, we just got thrown for a 45-minute loop there. I was not expecting it. Trevor got a 14 on the 8. What do you want me to do? This is the biggest story in our world. We'll talk about sports <laughs> coming up after the break. We'll hear from you guys uh, on the Thornton Sex Line more as well at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Tuesday edition here on 1450 and 96.1. The Big X. To the pad and hit the showers Didn't even get no static from the cowards Cause just yesterday them booze tried to blast me Two nine zero seventy eight seventy six. I love that the rejoin music for today's show, where you're getting a 14 on the AC, is somehow more celebratory than yesterday's music for us winning a football game and starting 3-0. Well, if I got a three, it'd have been more depressing music. You're just joining us. The uh, the ACD scores for Trevor I, came in. I posted my scores on Twitter. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I was like, next up, college. <laughs> I got a 14. I love on the picture. He got a 14. And on the screenshot, it says that my scores are going to Yale. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my Yale, Mr. Blumenthal, Bellarmine, and Palu Community College. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's quite the day on the Mike Rutherford show. Trevor got a 14 on the ACD. He's very excited about it. This does remind me of the – I was thinking about the episode of South Park where – yeah, the girls make a list about the the boys in class from cutest to ugliest, and Butters sees that he's not last; he's second to last. And so I he like kind of remember that when I'm vaguely. He's like so happy about it. he makes he's like he's like number thirteen out of fourteen boys. He makes like a number thirteen shirt and all this stuff. <laughs> he, he goes home and tells his parents. He's like he's like I'm not the ugliest kid in the class. His dad's like I guess we don't have to ground him. Uh, that's I can completely relate to Butters. This feels like you. You're you're Mister Fourteen. I'm Mister Fourteen. I'm gonna get this. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'm going to be on like national radio and it's going to be, welcome to Mr. 14 show. What's the point of that one? I don't want to ask. You know, like athletes, especially. I do want to make a shirt that says 14 and proud. Yeah, athletes, especially college kids, they'll, you, they'll incorporate their number into their social media handles. Like, you know, be like, <laughs> like number 14 sniper. <laughs> like, that, that needs to be you now. It's like, I tell you what, radio I, prod 14. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to change my Twitter handle because I like the fact that I have my actual name as my Twitter you handle. Do, I'm jealous. I know it's that's what you get when you do it right at the beginning. I loved googling my name and seeing all the Trevors. I had to put like underscores and numbers on it. I'm like, ha ha. Um, but like in my profile, you know, I work. You know, I work at. Yeah. I think I should add and proudly scored a 14 on the ACT. Put in the bio. I think it needs to be in the bio, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just now seeing your tweet. <laughs> You imagine somebody scrolling and saying, I'm like, what the bleep is this moron? <laughs> what is he proud about? He doesn't look like, that young. Like, out of context. Yeah. Even out of context, they're looking at it like, what the hell? Should I tag Pete Nocta on your tweet? <laughs> Pete Nocta. <laughs> we, we got a potential recruit here. He's getting closer. I have eligibility. I want you to know that. You should have tagged him in the image. <laughs> at UofL Recruiting. <laughs> at Pete Nocta. <laughs> At Yale. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
Uh, you think somebody at Blue Community College is going to see this and be like, we need to get that guy now? Get, he clearly has a following. He's got a thousand followers. That's almost twice as many people in our student in our student base. They do. I think their their school was made up of like forty two people. You could <laughs> really bolster their admissions, diversify their portfolio. Um, well, we got sports now. We, we have to talk about sports. Did you watch the Monday night games last night? That's how I was going to start the show off. Now an hour later, we, we we're just now getting around to it. Um, I did not watch almost. I mean, like two seconds of the Carolina game. Because um, I did, what happens? I did actually kind of. I got home. I ate. And I dozed off for a minute and woke up at like 9.30. And then when I woke up, I just started watching the Cleveland game. And I've been sleeping a lot recently. Well, I just took a, nap, a Monday nap, you know. Sleeping enough for both of us these days. <laughs> You'll get a 14 without, without trying. <laughs> Got to be well-rested. Got to be well-rested. Imagine if I'd actually got a good night's sleep or studied or been sober or tried. I mean, any of these things could have raised my score. God knows. one eligible. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, both games, there's nothing out of the New Orleans game, Carolina game, anybody wants to talk about. The the, the thing that everybody wants to talk about, and rightfully so, is Miss Fitz Fitzpatrick, M- Mika Fitzpatrick, should be suspended for that low hit. Oh, I thought <laughs> I am just. I, look, I get the NFL's focus on on helmet to helmet, and it's rightfully so. But when you're taking a dirty shot like that, and basically taking someone's season out, and may, maybe even good knows what they do to their career. That, if that doesn't deserve a two, three game suspension, I don't know what does. That's ridiculous. A guy that, that doesn't mean to target because someone's going down quicker than they expected, and he accidentally hits him helmet to helmet, is getting is going to get fined and suspended. But a guy who purposely goes at someone's knee who's being tackled to the ground, leave it to a stealer and won't know what a shock to be a dirty player. It doesn't even doesn't even get a doesn't even get a penalty for it. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. That is ridiculous. If that dude isn't suspended for three games. The NFL has a serious issue with, with standards. I thought you were going to say the big story is that it kind of looks like Deshaun Watson sucks. Oh, that too. Yeah, because it, it does. I, I, and that, and I think that the Browns are cursed when it comes to quarterbacks. Like Deshaun Watson has never looked this bad in his career at quarterback all the way back to like middle school. I mean, he looked better than this on a team that had less talent around him in Houston. Yeah, maybe don't give a billion dollars to a guy that hasn't played in two years. <laughs> you know, hasn't really won at that high of a level just yet. Uh, but they did. And Miss Patrick should get eleven games if that's the case. He looks like he sucks. Yeah, it was. It was. I, that it angered me because not. And I don't have. I know some of his going, He's got trouble in like seven of his teams. First of all, we only got him on one. Second, it just. It's not. It's not just that. It's just. It's. It, I mean, it's just a cheap shot. A plain and simple cheap shot. And it, was, it, it was a dirty hit. Yeah, and it's just it gets overlooked and it's forgotten about now. Now the whole concept is, you know, obviously, you know, what's Chubb going to do, his career. Let's not realize, focus on the fact that he shouldn't even have this conversation if it weren't for that cheap shot artist. You really like Nick Chubb? I just, I, I mean, Take no, I just, I'm, I'm a big dude. Don't go on our knees like that. Especially when we're already going, we're already going down anyway. I did feel bad for... Um, Podcast driver Danny, he was seemingly had a win in fantasy, like well in hand, and then ran into the buzzsaw that was Steelers' defense last night, which uh, somehow managed to snatch uh, defeat from the jaws of victory for him. Uh, just took him to task. But besides that, the Monday night games were okay. I mean, they were close, but they weren't. I lost to Ryan Miles by 2.2 points, and I had Watson going last night. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a Browns fan, by the way. That's not good. No. That's bad. I thought this was interesting. So since 2012, who do you think has had the most number of Monday Night Football game appearances? So in the last 11 years? The last 11 years. 
I mean, Patriots? I, that would have been my guess, too. Patriots have been on Monday Night Football 14 times. That's only tied for the eighth most in the NFL. Really? There's te- eight more teams have more than 14 appearances? We might be one of those. One team stands alone. The Eagles have more than the Patriots? The Eagles do have more than the Patriots. Yeah, we're because well, we're on at least twice a year. They don't have the most. The Eagles have been on Monday Night Football 17 times since 2012. We're on this Monday coming up. Um, I would have not gotten this in, like, ten guesses. Let me try. Can you, no, you don't give me a comment. Um, Giants? The Giants are tied for second. They've been Giants may have been like one of my early guests. I feel like they're always on Monday Night Football. They've they been are. on eighteen well, times. They play us on primetime once a year. Yeah, they've been on. Um, they, they're on. They've been on eighteen times since twenty twelve. Yeah, it's because the Cowboys, Washington, all those games are like one time a year. Washington's been on sixteen times. Yeah, Dallas is, might be right up there too. I'm sure. Dallas has been on actually not a ton. Only eleven times. They've been on the same amount of as the Lions. So, have so all four NFC teams have been on more than the Patriots, who've had the best record by far in that span. I feel like the Cowboys have been That's on. Insane. Well, no, the, the, the Cowboys have been on less than the Patriots. I think you said the Patriots are eight. Fourteen. Oh, oh no, eighteen. Eight They're tied for eighth overall. On the list. They've been on fourteen times. Cowboys have been on eleven times. Yeah, I feel like the Cowboys are always on Sunday Night Football. Math score. Remember that, people. Um. So who's number one? The New Orleans Saints. Have been on Monday Night Football 19 Ugh. times since 2012. Why? No one likes the Saints. Now, the more important part of the stat is, so only one team has been on Monday Night Football fewer than eight times since 2012. The Buccaneers, the Titans, Bengals. the Dolphins, and the Browns have all been on eight times. The Bengals have been on ten times. Oh, wow. The Jacksonville Jaguars have been on zero times <laughs> since, Are you kidding? since 2012. They've been on, they have not been on Monday Night Football since 2012. And if you thought that wasn't bad enough... They've never been on Sunday Night Football in the last 15 years. So in, in the, the last decade and a half, zero Monday Night Football appearances, zero Sunday Night Football appearances. Nobody else has made fewer than 10 combined appearances on those two spotlight games. Have, when's last, so does it say when the last Monday Night Football game they had was? 2011, they were on. The year before the, the, the Monday Night Football thing started counting down. And they got hand-boned. It was bad. <laughs> I mean, they've been... So you're telling me in the last 12 years they've done zero Monday Night Football if they've been in England like a dozen times. Exactly. So the first the first question, comment on the that post that the guy Jay Kuda put on Twitter. They're in England. They're in England like once yeah, a year. The, the first comment was like, okay, now track how many games teams have played in England <laughs> over the last five years because they do seem to play always play the England game. But that's shocking to me. Like, there's no even. There, there's just a huge gap. Like four teams have played eight times. Nobody's played seven, six, five, four, three, two, or one times. And then the Jag, poor Jaguars are down there zero times. I thought the if you'd asked me before I saw this, I would have said the Lions have probably been on like four or five times. I mean, I since twenty twelve, they've been on eleven times. That kind of shocks me. I mean, you should be able when it's that few times. I mean, you should be almost name them, right? Well, I mean, zero for the. Jaguars, well, I mean, but if you're a Lions fan the last 10 years, I think you would be able to name the four times you're on Monday Night Football. No, 11 times, what 11, I just said. Okay. Nobody's, again, <laughs> Well, you keep saying spaces, you keep saying ranks and numbers. Nobody else has been on Monday Night Football fewer than eight times. <laughs> and the Jaguars have been on zero times. That's a huge gap. That's shocking. Uh, and it's also pretty embarrassing if you're a Jacksonville fan. And kind of infuriating. I'm a little shocked you've been on 11 times. That's what I just said. Yeah, I, I was I very know. surprised. I want proof of this. They've been on 11 times. Sunday Night Football, only one team has been on. It, and, again, I, I said I thought they'd been on the most. They, they were. The Cowboys have been on uh, the most times by far, 41 to 45 times. Packers, 36 to 40 times. 
Steelers 31 to 35 times. Yeah, I mean, Eagles have had a lot of attention. They, they're fourth in this tier on Sunday Night Football, Damn. and they've been on Monday Night Football 17 times over the span, which is the fifth most. If I had to make a guess, we play at least four to five primetime games a year. I mean, we're always going to play when our, with our division, whether it be Dallas, Washington, or New York. We're going to play probably between those three, the six times we play those, four of them are going to be on primetime. We almost always play like New York once on primetime, Dallas, and, and all of them at least once. So special. And it, it's just what happens when you're a popular franchise and you're good. I mean, it's <laughs> the, the perks of it. I mean, I guess so. Jacksonville, Jacksonville. I don't know if they they rate this as a primetime. I would I would list as primetime game, but I guess they probably never played on Thanksgiving either. I don't think. Uh, that I can remember. Not sure or not. I know we don't we don't play on it very often, but we have been. Yeah. Well, the Jags got to get a Monday Night Football game then. Now, the the difference between you know Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football is Sunday Night Football can flex their games. Like they they can pick the game of the week and they can take one mm. of the games and move the time uh, a couple weeks ahead of schedule. Monday Night Football is locked in stone from the start of the season. So is what? Well, they, and they've been on Thursday night though. Do they count? Does it show that stat? Oh, I'm sure they've been on thir- Thursday Night Football sucks. Yeah, but <laughs> I think they were on it last year. I'm sure they were because it sucks. Remember last year's Thursday night games were like the worst games of like it was always like a two and seven team versus a one and eight team. Oh yeah, they week. were bad last year. Yeah, it was just terrible. Didn't help the now the 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 prime stuff's not that great either. What do you mean? The like the coverage. Oh yeah, the, it's 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 it was. They did get slacked. The charge beat them thirty eight to fourteen. It's where there's that famous, I mean, kind of famous, that gif of that Jacksonville fan who's like looking up and he's like he's like has this very confused face and shaking he's shaking his head. It's a funny gif. Nick Coffee uses it all the time. Uh, uh, it's from that game. That was on December 5th of 2011. What has happened since then? Jaguars have sucked at football. <laughs> Jaguars have sucked. The Louisville's gone, gone completely up and down in basketball. Well, <laughs> we don't need to bring that into it. Uh, the Big X was one month old. The Big two, X. Almost two, uh, two months old. Lots we were, happened. We were born on October 3rd, 2011. Since the last time Jacksonville was uh, has been on Monday Football. Lots you, happened. You were on a bigger platform at a real station. <laughs> I actually wasn't back then. Oh, wow. 2011. Well... Look at you! You were the Jags. I had a weekly show on six eighty. Nah, well, that didn't yeah, not a really count. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark and I were started started our weekly show. Um, thank- was, wait a minute, Mel Tucker was the coach. <laughs> it's just Mel Tucker was two. That's not the same. That can't be the same, right? Was the coach of the Jaguars? It's the same Mel Tucker, right? Now they can get him back on Monday Night Football. Now, yeah, it's the same Mel. T- the same Mel Tucker was that. Co- I have no idea he was that coach of the Jags at one point. There was a running, if you ever listened to the... Uh, wow, things you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> there, I'm just blown away. No wonder they haven't been allowed back on. <laughs> there used to be a running theme uh, on the um, shutdown full cast. It was like Spencer Hall and those guys from Every Day Should Be Saturday, where they would always say, any random college football coach, you could make, you could convince somebody that they had once been the coach of the Chargers, because like nobody remembers Chargers coaches. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way about the Jaguars. Like You could convince me, like, hey... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of who, like, random SEC coach. Well, I at was, one point in time, Mark Richt coached the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'd be like, ooh, Chargers would be hard. The, the 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 Jaguars don't isn't hard for me, I guess, because it was Coffin and Del Rio for like the first 20 years of its existence. That's true, they did have some longevity. And in fact, it was Del. It was that was that Monday Night Football game was Mel Tucker's first head coaching game as the Jaguar. Del Del Rio got fired the week before, and he took over as interim coach that week. Yeah. And went two and three. <laughs> the start of something bad. <laughs> and then uh, after that, he had one year of malarkey. And I forgot terrible about terrible last name for a football coach. I forgot about Doug Mar- uh, Marone. Doug Marone's from Syracuse. <laughs> he left the Jacks to go coach at Syracuse. Yeah. What's that say about your program, your your franchise? So yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah, after after Del Rio though, yes, you have my uh, Bradley, Gus Bradley, Marone. Who is Gus Bradley? Now, he was a defensive coordinator for um, somebody. That's how he got the job. He sucked. I could have guessed that. <laughs> yeah, the Chargers ones. I just think Bobby Ross. Yeah, same. But I don't have anything yeah. else. The or, or, or Don Corleone. Who took you know, Don uh, Corleone. Corleone. <laughs> Coriel. I'm sorry, Don Coriel. The Godfather? You know, Eric Coriel from the... He, I don't. He just finally got in the Hall of Fame, rightfully so. He was a good coach with the Cardinals. and He coached San Diego State. He actually coached Fred Akers and Carl Weathers in college. Okay. See? Where are these questions on the ACT? They should have a section for I mean, obscure see, NFL coaching. Now. Do they not read my, my bio on Twitter? It says if you if I could use, if it took all my useless knowledge, I could cure cancer. That's what it is. I mean, why is that not on the ACT? <laughs> Where's the Don Corleone questions? Or Corleone? Or Corleone. Well, you don't like The Godfather. Well, yeah, but I can still remember a line. If the line is leave what and take what, I know what it is. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Well, that's, you're not wrong. Let's See? Go. I. Um, the TV <laughs> ratings for week two in college football are out. And, I mean, for week three in college football. This, this past weekend, whatever, whatever it's called. Where, where we're at. You There's know. been so much talk about. We we sort of touched on this briefly yesterday. Like all the people now, it's like we're sick of Colorado. Like you know, the we're, so much coverage, all this stuff, which I do like. Uh, somebody was, I can't remember who it was. Somebody from ESPN was like, "You guys ha- have complained for years and years and years that that ESPN only pays attention to like four or five schools during college football season. It's all Bama, it's all Ohio State, it's all Georgia, it's all whatever. And we finally start paying attention to a school that we haven't talked about a lot, and now it's too much." And the reason why it's excuse me the, the reason why it's too much is the most watched college football game of week three, and it was not close. Colorado, Colorado State, a 10 p.m. kickoff on the East Coast, drew 9.3 million viewers. Damn. A 4.9 rating. Again, again, 10 o'clock, a game that finished at like 2 a.m. on the East Coast. Nobody was even close in week three. The second most watched game was South Carolina, Georgia. Which was a primetime kickoff, or I mean, middle of the day kickoff, spotlight kickoff, 5.42 million viewers. Wasn't that on CBS? On CBS. Tennessee, Florida drew 5.3 million viewers. Alabama, USF on ABC drew 4.8. FSU, Boston College, which I think a lot of people flipped over to when they realized it was a close game, mm-hmm. uh, was fifth with 3.48 million viewers. In case you're wondering, Louisville, Indiana drew 828,000 viewers, which made them the, I think, the 18th most watched game in college football. It was on Big Ten Network anyway, too, so. I mean, well, the that fact FSU that FSU game was on ACC Network. Say what? That FSU Boston College game was on ACC Network. Yeah, but like you said, it was a close game. People turning, flipping over. Our game them. was close, Trevor. Well, <laughs> you saying people don't want to watch Louisville the same way they want to watch Florida State? Yeah, I think the people realize that Boston College sucks a lot more than Florida State than Indiana does. Kentucky Akron, in case you're wondering, drew 115,000 viewers. I think you're gonna say 115 people. <laughs> the third from last game on the list. Uh, the the impressive stat of that is is a. Two sets to got one the the amount dominating over a Georgia game which is on on regular television because I mean we've talked about this like you CBS numbers compared to cable numbers are just they're night and day I mean because so many more people have CBS sure it's a little bit different when you talk about the CB like in, with the NCAA tournament CBS versus TNT and TBS the yeah. CBS versus ESPN yeah because I mean you got ESPN is now included in all the. The, the basic package, but the point still stands. Yeah, Typically, yeah, every, those yeah, games will draw ESPN games. Yeah, for every one person that has ESPN, you've got 150 of CBS. 
Mm. Probably so. A lot of people, you understand, look at the percentage of cable owned, whether it be streaming or not. I mean, I don't think that's true with, with ESPN. I think with TNT and some of those other channels, it's, that's probably true. With ESPN now. The fact it's still pulled it. also a 9 million on a 10 p.m. game. It's crazy. I mean, that, that I was hoping you would read off that Florida score. I mean, it was, what you say, five? I mean, it's four, almost doubled it. Yeah, they almost doubled the, the, the next highest game on the list. It got four. It's insane. Stuart Mandel put this in in sort of perspective. It was ESPN's most watched late night game on record and the fifth highest of any regular season game on record. For reference, the typical Pac-12 after dark. That's what they call that slot. It's the, it's the Pac-12 after dark game, 10 p.m. On, on Saturday night. Would typically do between 1 and 2 million viewers. So, the I mean... There's interest in it this. It wasn't even really a good game. I mean, it was kind of... It was, it was an interesting game. It was sloppy. It wasn't a, like a pristine football game, but I mean, it had everything that you want from a college football game, especially that late at night. I mean, you've got... You, if you want to be kept up late, you want kind of like just action, big plays, turnovers, fights, all that stuff. It, it certainly had all of that. <laughs> they have all the drama. I'll give you that. I mean, I've got some of my best friends that are more... Like, they love pro sports, and they, they're not into that college. Like, they, they cheer for UofL but they're, or UK, but they're more... like. We, College football is dumb and college basketball is dumb. Like they've been texting me constantly about Dion. Like they're like, I'm all in on Prime. This is incredible. Like, like, oh my God, Little Wayne's on the field. Like, like they're into this, and that's why you see those numbers. That peripheral fan that just kind of latches onto the big stuff. Like there are a lot of them out there. I know everyone thinks that because you know we're all knee deep in whatever our favorite fan site is or our favorite sports radio show or, you know, that we're the majority. And the reality is we're not the majority. Like, the diehard sports fans are always going to be overshadowed by the casual sports fan that flips on whatever's the big deal. Oh, yeah. It's why the Super Bowl is always going to dwarf every other game. I mean, people just, you know, people who don't know anything about football are going to watch the Super Bowl. And people who don't really care that much about college football are tuning in right now to watch Deion Sanders. The big test, I think, is let's or say – Colorado State. <laughs> they, they love Sean Moss. Who doesn't? Let's say that what happens this weekend, what everyone thinks is going to happen this weekend, winds up happening. And Oregon beats Colorado and beats them fairly handily. Okay. You've got Colorado versus USC the next week at noon on Fox, which is 9 a.m. on the West Coast, which is crazy. What? Why would you do that? It's ratings. That, that's their, it's their biggest slot for Fox. Yeah. Big noon Saturday. They... Does that hurt the ratings? And if Colorado gets pasted again in back-to-back weeks, does this thing stall out? Like, like do you start seeing? You're obviously going to see less ratings. Yeah. If Colorado is three and two as opposed to being five and zero oh and ranked in, in the top ten, which is what they would be if they beat Oregon and USC. But like, does this phenomenon lose steam so much to the point where they're back to drawing the standard ratings for whatever window they're playing in? I think that I I, I think it would. Yes, it would stall if, if they get pasted back-to-back weeks. Uh, they get paced against Oregon. I think you're still going to get a very strong rating for USC. I mean, it's, people want to see Caleb Williams too. Yeah, it's, that, I, mean, I think it's, that'll be. I, I want to watch that game. I mean, it's Sanders and Riley. You've got yeah Williams versus Sanders. I mean, yeah. it's it can be a fun game. But now they get paced in that game. I think he yeah, has a steam backs down, but also a lot of that converts to this guy's not as good as we thought he was. You're going to see a lot of people I think, jumping off the bandwagon with a negative reaction as opposed to just jumping off and not saying anything. That's be how, some backlash because that's sure. how that's how we do on Twitter, right? And social media, when something doesn't you know go right, we automatically talk about how it sucks. Yeah, it, it can't but, be anywhere in the middle, right? It's got to be oh, the there worst is thing no ever middle, no. or the worst thing ever. That's no, the, I don't know who sings it, but that song about being in the middle doesn't exist in Twitter. Is that Jimmy Eat World? No, that, what was the girl? Uh, meet you in the middle. I thought you were talking about the middle. The, the one, the one the song, the song that the TJ singing his bachelor party on. Baby, right? yeah, the one off the Why Target don't commercial. You just meet me in the middle. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the song that was actually titled the middle. 
<laughs> Which I think is Jimmy Eat World. Well, who sings the one I'm singing? Is it Zuba or something? I have no idea. That I think it's like Zuma. Sure. I think it's, I think it's, this, I think it's very similar to the, 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 the villain in uh, Ghostbusters. But I do think it's Zool. interesting that he's drawing this much of a crowd right now. And, I mean, it's clearly very good for college football. It's definitely good for Colorado. They've sold out the entire season for the first time Ooh, but here's a question. in, like, 30 years. What if they beat Oregon? You'll see astronomical ratings. I mean, you beat Oregon, and you've got that game on noon. I mean, first of all, why would you put on noon? On, move that to 330. Maybe. But CBS has the, has the big window there. I mean, that, that, that game's going to – if you're getting $10 million almost – on ESPN at 10 o'clock at night for Colorado State and Colorado. Fox, non-cable, noon, USC. Oh, I mean, probably be a top 10 versus a, you know somewhere in where's Colorado ranked maybe. 18 right now. 18, so at that point they'll probably be near the top 10. I mean, that's going to be interesting to see those numbers. It'd be huge. It'd be the most watched game of the week. I mean, oh, I mean, it could. Like how Colorado Nebraska was the most watched game would, of last week. I'd be honest with you. If that is Alabama the case, Texas. I'll say that number ranks right there with whatever the national title game will be. Uh, I'm not going to go that far. It'll be the biggest one other than that, probably. It might, it might, the it might, playoff games and the, and the title it might game even trump. It might be. even trump some conference title games. Well, I think that's true. The, I, the playoff and, and the. Championship game are always going to be the most watched. Depending who gets in it. It's like the NCAA. Now, every year it's it's the same. It's like the NCAA tournament. The The Final Four and the championship game are always going to dwarf the Elite Eight, and it doesn't matter who's playing. I mean, what if Fox pulls like a 14, 15 million? It'd be crazy. I mean, I what 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 is what is the what did the play-in games get last year? Maybe twenty million at most. The playoff games. Yeah, the play-in game or they whatever they call it before the yeah the game's not the national title the the uh, the, the round before. The semifinals, I guess you could call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing games. They're, they're in. It's they're, they're playing. <laughs> they're, they're it's not in. the first four. It's the final four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm curious. I just don't know what they did last year. I could maybe I am underestimating them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think the the, the playoff is always going to out again, except for the years where they've had it on math fourteen over here, people. Yeah, where, where they've had it on <laughs> stupidly on New Year's Eve. That, that was really dumb, and that definitely hurt their ratings. Oh yeah, that was for bad. then. And I think they've had a couple. There's still a couple years of the, of the, where they still have done it. They may be on New Year's Eve this year. I can't remember what the, exactly the deal was, but by and large, those are the most watched games of the season. And this is huge for regular season. I mean, like I said. Oh, I agree they are the most watched. That's what I'm saying. Where this, And, again, we're speaking way ahead. It was even assuming Colorado beats Oregon. You know, that, that's, that's. Which the, I'm not assuming. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's the big F, so. And they could, though. I mean, I, Sanders gets hot. I, I am, if they do lose both and get shellacked in both, though, and Hunter doesn't, isn't playing in both, which is. is he's not. He's out. He's out. Games, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're going to hear a lot of the. You know, well, that's they didn't have Hunter. You know, that's you're going to get that. Which does suck. It does suck. The damn good player. And props to, by the way, Dion for for, say for that, being just a 100 percent class. Tim Carver said it sarcastically, but he actually nailed it. He, he's a class act with that. Yeah, Sanders today during his weekly press conference made sure to point out to talk about Henry Blackburn, the player from Colorado mm-hmm. State, who delivered what was admittedly a cheap shot that knocked Travis Hunter out for a couple of games, but he reportedly has received some death threats. His family's got some death threats. Uh, his parents' address has been posted on the internet. His phone number and his, his mom's phone number has been posted on the internet. And Dion took a moment to say, Henry Blackburn's a good player who played a phenomenal game. This is still a young man trying to make it in life. He does not deserve death threats over a game. No. I forgive him. Our team forgives him. Travis Hunter has forgiven him. Let's move on. That kid does not deserve that. Which that was a, a really cool move. And I mean, I think it was kind of surprising to see Dion go to that length. I, I'm not surprised that like, I didn't think he was going to come out and be like, "I hate that kid. I hope he goes to jail." <laughs> but to to go 
that far, I thought was a very cool thing, and it did surprise me a little bit. Yeah, it's you know because you you see the the reaction to the sunglass thing, you think he's gonna be kind of over the top, but yeah, he's he knows what he's he's playing an act and he does it well. Do you, I, I I didn't I wasn't the biggest Dion fan as a kid. I've grown to love Dion. A I'm kind of the same, but I was not a fan of his growing up. And yeah, I, I was never big into the primetime antics and some stuff of the like stuff. That. Still, I'm like, eh, like it, it seems a little like I, I did not like the whole some of the stuff that that happened to Jackson State and the way that he used them. I think as a prop, but for the most part, I think the good outweighs the bad. They used him too a little bit. I mean, they did, but also like I mean, he didn't have to lie about it. like like what no, he was. No. I'm staying here forever. I'm gonna do this. Oh and no, be no, well, yeah, they. Listen, if you believe that, that's your own fault. Agreed. But again, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to say it. Everyone, You're everyone right. Kind of I know. Yeah. You know, just openly lying about it. I think is like it's annoying. All right, take a break. When we come back, uh, I got a couple more, more stories from today that I want to get to. We have a new U of L Hall of Fame class. We'll talk about who's in there. Me. And we'll take some texts from you guys. On I'm getting. I'm getting line. in right away with no wait. Mr. Fourteen, automatic. Yeah, admission. baby. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton Sex line. If you want to have your thoughts heard on the show, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More Rutherford show is next here on fourteen fifty The Big X. At McAllister's Deli, we at McAllister's Deli. I'm on top of the world, eh? I'm on top of the world, eh? Waiting my best for a while now. Paying my dues to the dirt. I've been waiting to smile, eh? The whole night for a while, eh? Take you with me if I can. The dreaming of this is a child. I'm on top of the world. I was not smiling. You just you've been dancing, you've been smiling. This is the happiest you've been in a long time. Think about how much things have changed in 24 hours. A, a day ago, you're cleaning up your dog's crap inside the Big X Studios. Luckily, it was luckily it was nice and, and strong. By the way, it was it, yeah that helped a little bit. The it smell was too also flushy, nice though. and strong. Uh, that was that was very gross. You're, you're cleaning up dog crap for the first time in 30 years, and then today <laughs> you're l- legit sitting on top of the world. I'm on top of the world. Tell them Imagine Dragons. 14 on the ACT. That's right. He's riding high. He's feeling good. That's top of the world, baby. He's loving life. It's a lot, but you know, not everybody gets a 14. It's, it, people get worse. <laughs> Tommy Boy when he got the, 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 the C D plus or whatever. Not a lot of D pluses get handed out, you know. <laughs> not a lot of fourteens are handed out. Uh, if I was in public, I'd just hug some random dude. I wish we knew each other better. This would be a little awkward. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton text line. We'll take a few texts here uh, as we continue to react to TK Day. Texas podcast listener from yesterday. TK, you have a wealth of knowledge, but when Mike threw in threw it to you on giving your thoughts from week two, it was an absolute piss-poor effort in recapping Sunday's games. Wow. Also, Washington has won three Super Bowls, one of them being with the first-ever black quarterback to start and win the game. Ah. I'm sure you would tell us you didn't say that. Two hours and eight minutes into the podcast yep. is the evidence. I love you, though, TK. Mike, you definitely said Sexter. You did say Sexter. And no, Texter, I'm not denying it. I did say that. You know why? If you can't, if you can't have your cake and eat it too. You don't want the name Redskins. You don't get the history with it. Oh, so they've never won a they've never won nope. a Super Bowl. Okay, I get the it. The Commodores are their own franchise. They're a brand new one, like the Ravens were. 
Did you call them the Commodores? Whatever. I call them a lot worse. Trust me, <laughs> when the mic's off. I promise you. My, say, Do you know their name? It's the Commanders. Okay. I've just tried to... There's a lot more dirt. You just just think about what the 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 range of words I can use with that with that combination. Let's just say it falls a lot of the, below the, the equator word. <laughs> Texas, is there any word on any 24 basketball recruits? It looks like another guy that will had targeted is going to Duke or Virginia. That's correct. The and this is what this is a guy recruiting news. This is a guy near and dear to our heart. We talked about it on the show. Con uh, Knippel. Who was the, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why you remember that name. <laughs> yeah. He was the guy that we had prioritized. We got a visit from him. We were all about him. And it sounds like he's going to decide after taking his recent visits between Duke and Virginia. And to answer your question, no. I mean, the, the recruiting news is bad. The guys that we have been, you know, a year ago we were talking about how, I don't know if he can coach, but all these five-star kids are including us on our list. We're making great headway with 24 and 25 classes. You know, he did a great job at scrapping together the roster and getting something from the 23 class and then getting some players in the transfer portal. And now all of that momentum in the 24 class has fizzled out. And I got asked the question yesterday, how much of this do you think is because recruits aren't sure if the coach they're talking to is even going to be there next year? And I think a lot of it is, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you can't guarantee right now. It sort of goes back to the dark cloud of the NCAA tournament. You couldn't guarantee a kid two years ago that we were going to be able to play in the NCAA tournament by the time he got to campus. Well, now you can't even guarantee that the coach is going to be there. I'm sure you're telling him that, but other schools, I'm sure, are using that to recruit against us. I think also – Which is like the most oldest trick in the book in recruiting, right? Sure. I mean, it's, well, it's also true I mean, oh, in, yeah. in this case. Also, I think you've seen you know, whatever's going on with Nolan Smith, he's not – making headway out there. He's interviewing for other jobs. He, no one hasn't tweeted in like a month and a half, which is how you know something's wrong. So uh, who knows what's going on there, but it does not seem like we have really any momentum in the 24 class, which is fine if we could kill it in the transfer portal, but we have not seen that from Kenny Payne yet, and we haven't seen a willingness for him to do it. He, has, he doesn't want it to use the transfer portal, but we're probably going to have to. Um, Texter says... This number of conversation about Monday night, Monday night Football is Exhibit A for Trevor's ACT score. It, it was bad. <laughs> well, my fairness, you, you were naming like where they rank and in their games, and I was getting confused which one was which. You speak so quickly. Well, I think the point stands. <laughs> so put those, so many different numbers that me confusing me. Texas says, check that, Mike. Other networks got ticked off that only Sunday Night Football could flex, so now Thursday night and Monday Night Football can as well. Oh, there you go. I did. I don't think. I think yeah. Monday night. This is the first year they've done it, though, right? It sounds like it based on that text. I thought Thursday has done it before, but it just didn't help. Thursday, how, do you, how can you flex a Thursday? That's what I was going to say. Thursday would be really hard to flex because you know it's built in to give teams a week off yeah. afterwards and or a week before because that's a you know, it's an insanely short week for a team that's playing Sunday night to Thursday. And I think Monday is a little hard to do too because if you play like I mean if you're playing Thursday night you can't flex them into a Monday night, right? Yeah, I, I mean you can't take work. away that extra. Yeah, there, I mean there's some there's some restrictions to it, but they I believe they are doing some flex. But when, there's another doubleheader next week, I think, right? Because we play the Bucks at 7, I want to I don't know. That. I have no idea. I know we play on Monday night, and I think we're one of two games. Texas says, I missed most of yesterday's show, but did you talk about Brom taking a knee with 25 seconds left and two timeouts in the first half? I know they were on their own 18, but one explosive play by Thrash or Jordan gets you into field goal range, even though they were up 21 nothing. I don't feel like we knew enough about the team at that point to not at least run a play or two there to see what happens. Could give them a little more of a cushion in the second half. I didn't have a problem with it. I don't even – how much time? I don't – I guess – clearly I don't either. It didn't stick out to me. I, I, we had 25 seconds to go. We were on our own 18. 
And look, I, I criticized oh, I that knee, yeah. I, I criticized Jeff for the way that he handled the end of the first half against Georgia Tech, where, you know, we kind of did the I either want the coach to, to do one of two things. You either go for it, like we're using timeouts between plays, or we're packing it in and we're saying we're fine with this. We just don't want to make the big mistake. Against Georgia Tech, we like like ran the ball and then like kept the clock going but didn't get off the field. Like we did sort of a pseudo hurry up. And then it led to the the situation where we have a play where it's it's third down and whatever it was, and we're deep in our own territory, and there's like 10 seconds left on the clock. If you complete a 30-yard pass at that point, you're still not in scoring range. Maybe you can run up to the line and, and get a Hail Mary, but like th- there's a very little chance of you scoring. And we still ran a play. Plummer throws a pick. It allowed Georgia Tech to get a field goal, which would have been a huge. It would have made it a three-score game going into the, to the break. Thankfully, they came up short on the field goal, but... I think Jeff was probably worried about something similar happening. And like you said, you know, we're up 21 nothing. If if the score is tied, maybe you act a little bit different. If you're behind, maybe you play a little bit different. But up three scores with all the momentum in the world, just needing to avoid a mistake. It, you know, it, again, if we're at like the 35, I'm fine with going for it a little bit. I had no problem with with just packing in and saying good half. Yeah, 18 yard. Yeah, that's way too many negatives can happen. I agree with you 100. Yeah, he's just and then you. And Brom is normally an aggressive person in the situation, right. so that should tell you that, yeah, you'd had to be in the, in the 40-ish area for me to want to take a shot there. I think that's why some people were surprised, because I have heard other people talk about that in, in the few days since. It because, didn't even stick out to me, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, you think Brom, you think offense, you think going for it, stones, all that stuff, uh, and yeah, didn't happen. Texas, I haven't had clearly Canadian since LaPeche was open in Holiday Manor. I've definitely seen it around recently, just like Welch's grape soda at the dollar store. I used to get my hair cut at Holiday Manor. So did I. You and I were right next Right there by the there. subway? Mark Four, yeah. Wow, you, that's crazy. My grandfather took me. That was the first place I, my grandfather took me to get the haircut. I was, I was so, I was the greatest big boy. I was like, yes. My barber was the like barber. The, the biggest UK fan in the world. He had like all this UK memorabilia oh, in there. I can't remember my barber's name. He was on the very end. And I, I went there. My and, guy was Ed. I wish I remember his name. Ed grew to hate me over time because he knew I was like a diehard L fan. I think Ed and I finally reached a boiling point where that's insane. We had the same barber, maybe. My senior year of high school was the 0203 season, which I still like loved that year. It was the year Patino's second season where we ended up losing to Butler. But if you remember, like both we beat the brakes off UK, been by 18, and then we both went on huge runs. Like we had that huge winning streak. They had a huge winning streak, and then we lost that game to St. Louis that I think snapped. It was like 15, 16 games. And, like, both teams were doing all this stuff. And then, so we started falling off a little bit. And that was when U.K., they ended up losing to Dwayne Wade in the Elite Eight. But, like, U.K. was playing a lot better than us. And, and like, you know, we were kind of – we were losing to some CUSA teams. And I remember going to school and, like, my, like seeing our friends in the parking lot. And we're like, all right, if anybody gives us bleep, all we are is bringing up the 18-point win. Like, it's, it's all we have. We're sticking to it. But I remember Ed was like – he knew, like, we always talked to U of L U.K. And at that point in that season, he was like, so – and I knew it was coming – if they played again, who do you think would win? And I was like, Ed, I'm not letting you do this to me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think U of L would still win. I was like, I, I was like, I think it's a great matchup for us. He's like, Do you really? I think he cut the rest of my hair in silence and did the most piss poor job <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't think I ever went back after that. That was I was done with Ed. See, I don't think that was my. I think my guy was older than that because by the time like early 2000s, my guy was. Kind of like you might want to retire, dude. It's, this guy was getting old. He was, he was getting, getting shaky. I, I think he passed away just like early 2000s. Well, my original guy died in a car accident. Like I just started going to him. No, that's what my he died. He was a younger guy, and yeah. then I started. I moved over to Ed, and that was when the UK U of L rivalry talk just really. Because I think I stopped going up. there in like 2000, 
two, maybe around the same time as you, two, oh, oh, two, oh, three ish. We're probably haircut boys. And then, yeah, and because he was, I remember last time I got my haircut by him, he was so shaking. I'm like, this is like a little. Oh, wait, like, both of us have always like, I feel like I'm going to lose an ear or something. You're like, I'm vibing. Oh, I got no. nicked several times. Oh, yeah. Ed, Ed was, <laughs> I came out of Ed's bleeding several times. <laughs> Weird thing is, is after that, I started going to uh, a, a place over where I was working at in Westport Road, and I went there until almost just this last year. And because they just, after COVID, they just, their, their hours are so funky that I don't know when they're opening. Yeah. Now. But I don't like the place I go to because last time they cut my hair, I told you I did not, I didn't like it. I like it at all. Well, I haven't got my hair cut in like 10 years. I'm, well, I'm, I, I don't can't. miss it. I need a haircut very badly, and I'm hesitant to go back there because I just, don't like. I don't want to get my hair cut there again. I don't blame you. Because they made me look like Ann Hesh. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you say R.I.P. Yeah. Ann Hesh is dead. She had a car accident like this year. No. Yes. Where were you? Not with her. I thank goodness. Ann Hesh is the girl from from the Six Days and Seven Nights movie. She died. Yeah, last August. It was last summer. Yeah. She's in a car accident. She was unconscious. She was like in a coma for several days, and then they finally. I did not know. It. I don't remember yeah, that. Well, sad. Yeah. If I had any clear Canadian left, I'd have poured out for Anne Hatch. Another good one. Yeah, another, another one gone. She was a good one. Probably bro one texted then. <laughs> he said, did Trevor legitimately try on the ACT, or did he just guess on every problem? Well, I mean. You guessed on math. You've admitted that. Yeah, cause, well, that, and, and mainly because I just couldn't, like, yeah, I had no idea. There was no chance of me getting it. I mean, it's, science was kind of guessing, too, because I, I, I tried to do science, but. Because science was the one that was like, I'm not going to read this whole chart. I'm just going to read the questions and go back to the chart. Science, I remember, if, if it was anything like when I took it, like I remember they tried to confuse you. But if you actually just like paid attention to the main details, it was pretty easy. That's, yeah, but, that's all that I remember. But that There's a lot to read, a lot of information to process. But that's also like the last one. It's exactly. And at that point, like I'm like very uncomfortable in this desk. Like I'm not like I'm just I'm I'm, I'm getting antsy. I'm kind of getting sleepy. The you know the the the, the buzz part got in is worn off. The caffeine's kind of worn off. You know it's like this isn't get this isn't as fun as it was two hours three hours ago. And they need to give me more breaks. That, I think that's the problem. I agree, and they need like, more like maybe have like a lunch period in there too. <laughs> Socialize with the other kids. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, me with the adults. Plumbro also said, "No shot, U of L wins fourteen games this season." I think I, that's one thing I agree with Plumbro. Plumbro is a teacher, by the way. Just could you opinion. could you have helped me, Pumley, bro? He probably could have. Texture says, "Mike, you remind me of Roush when oh no, when oh he, no, where he tried to talk about basketball. I don't know what that means. He's saying you don't know anything about basketball. I mean, I feel like that's I feel like people say the other thing. Roush is Roush is good at football. Roush, that's his wheelhouse. He he tries on basketball. Oh, this is angry guy. In like the similar way I try, you know, in the science section. I didn't realize that was angry guy. Mostly, you don't just now you're ignoring it. Well, yeah, because then you just he wants to get a rise out of both of us. He also says, When's the last time the Lions won a playoff game? That's more embarrassing than the Jags not playing Monday Night Football. Well, yeah, what, do we have what, 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 a Jags fan in defense over here? I mean, yeah, well, you coming after the Lions, you think I'm going to defend the Lions here? I'm not more the Lions are actually great. <laughs> 91 wasn't that long ago, it's the longest any franchise has been without advancing the playoffs besides the Cincinnati Reds. Do you want me to try to it, it, like? Hype up my sport, pro sports fanhood. My teams suck. They're good right now, but they've sucked historically. I've been a miserable sports fan. Jaguars weren't even around when the Lions won the last playoff game. Well, thank, now I'm pissed off, Trevor. They didn't come into existence until 95. 
<laughs> Texture says, as someone who was born in the mid-90s and whose only memory of Deion Sanders is him playing for the Riverbats, I've been surprised to see how much attention and ratings he's able to pull. Can you olds put into context why he's such a big deal? Oh, yeah. I mean, even even some of the mid-90s birth would, would at least know Bo Jackson, right? I mean, he was... Well, it wasn't just that, though. I mean, it, I mean he, he was he was prime time. It he was, was the interest that he was playing football and baseball at the same time, but he also, he was... He was exciting. He was exciting, and he was flamboyant at a time when that still wasn't as much of a thing as it is now. Like, the high-stepping before he got to the end zone, the dance, like, the little shuffle. Like, it was all, like, he became this larger-than-life persona. He was a rapper. Yeah, I mean, he, he wanted to do all the stuff off the field, off the court. Must uh, be off the, the money. And, like, that was just, you know... There were certain people that hated it. There were certain people that loved it, but he definitely drove conversation. He was a—I mean—he was a lightning rod for its end. I'm trying to think of who I, you could compare him to in like modern times because there've been because now I mean everybody modern does. times. Uh, wh- wh- which ball plays for Charlotte? Maybe see, but not even then. Like they're not—he's better than that, right? But he's—it's he's, a different phenomenon thing. Yeah, it's true. It's not just that he was playing both sports. It's how just the the persona, the, the larger than life image that he was portraying. Like he was very much ahead of the curve when it came to. Branding and like becoming like a, a like almost more of a presence outside of the sport than he was in the sport. He was a really good player, but like the the image became more than the actual no. like, production. I think at one at some point. I mean, like as, as as I mentioned, Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson was a better player, probably at both sports. But well, I mean, football can be argued, but uh, but he was also a guy that wasn't gonna like you said, yeah, be flamboyant. He was gonna. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know that type. Of, yeah. I mean, the Bo nose was was a Nike thing, but I mean, Bo was very quiet and, and very humble, and and and, and kept himself in the ways where yeah, Dion was. I mean, Dion was. Dion was. I mean, the 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 stories of Dion at the combine, pulling up in the limo, yeah, and getting out in a jumpsuit covered in gold chains, looking like. You know, uh, Willie Mays Hayes in Major League Two when he arrives. There's very much a, like, what is this guy going to do next? <laughs> Gets up, walks on the walks on with with that outfit on and runs a four two. I mean, that's the thing of legends. You know, the the great story of the Giants saying, "We want you to read this playbook." And he looked at the Giants and says, "Where do you pick?" And we go eighth. He goes, "I ain't gonna be around then." And just tossed the playbook back at him. You know, I you mean, know what I, I would. I mean. Rodman was kind of the same way for other reasons. Like he wasn't as good. Well, you know, he was, like, was a pers- but his personality kind of that way. But you know who I would compare him to now, and this is a like, it's like the the Jake Paul stuff, and it's a lot less like like Dion obviously was way better at sport actual sports than than Jake Paul is at boxing or YouTubers in general. But like they figured out like if if you can do something that gets everybody talking, like that's always a a good thing, and then you can kind of mold your personality, mold your image the way that you want to. I think there's more of that now, more of the flash than over substance type stuff in certain areas of, of sports or sports ish things that happens than there was back in the '90s, which is why Dion made such a just a huge imprint. There's probably somebody else that I'm, I'm, I'm missing. There's got to be some. Yeah, I was going to say, here's my second. I'll give you a major league two quote. Here's a major league one when you know he asked uh, uh, Charlie Sheen's character Ricky Vaughn asked Jake. He says, "I thought you had to be, do something good to be a celebrity, not if you do it colorfully." Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's and Dion was good, but. Very colorful is on top of it. I hate that we're recalling olds too. Do the do the youngs not really know Dion and why he's such a big deal? I thought if you were born any time in the nineties, you were a nineties kid, according to most. My of these. dad talking to me about Roberto Clemente when I was. Born. <laughs> <laughs> Texas, the best comparison to Dion Sanders in the past is actually present day Dion Sanders. Yeah, That's maybe he's really, with the exception of the Jerry Curl, not much different. I've been the the biggest, the most surprising thing to me, and I guess I just didn't see enough of Jackson State. Uh, you know, I always see the highlights occasionally and all this stuff, but. How good Shador is at, at like 
looking like a pro quarterback. Like he, he throws the ball. He's one of those guys where you can just watch and it feels. Is he a pro quarterback? He's like number three on Mel Kiper's board now, but, and he looks it. Like like you know, it's not just like he's not just out there slinging it. Like he's got a a very good release. The ball kind of just you know, flick of the wrist. It seems like he can put it wherever he wants to on the field. Like I didn't realize he was this good. Um, and you know the other one, the, the defensive back also looks real good. But Shador is you know, obviously more visible as a quarterback. But he's, I, I think he's the real deal. I mean, if you're Shador though, do you even leave early? Yeah, you I'm can. Curious. I mean, why just stay with your dad the whole time? I mean, you don't need money. I mean, I guess there's, there's something to be said for that. I mean, the guys on Sports Center for the game talking about how he's just casually name dropping how he talks to Tom Brady daily. That would be cool. He's like, yeah, I just went out there. He's, they asked him, you know, what his thoughts were when he got the ball, but not, you know, ninety-eight yards to go and needing eight points. He's like, we're just gonna, we're just gonna Brady it. Because I love how Brady's now like a verb, yeah. like to do something clutch is Brady it. Do a Brady now. I hate it. So if you like goof up, is it a Manning? No. <laughs> Texas, give me the under on basketball wins compared to TK's ACC score. Huh? He's taking the under. On basketball wins, he thinks your, your ACT score is going to beat out. Oh yeah, the I'm gonna, wins. I'm a better, I'm, I'm, my, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, well, I, have to, I, I think this needs to be a Twitter poll. I don't want to, do, but the thing is, like, when I put it up, like, I'm, I'm gonna get like 75 responses from people who are like, "Are you, are you ever positive about basketball?" I'm like, "It's well, answer the question then." Texas says, "Just for clarification, does Trevor think Washington should have not changed their name?" I don't. We don't need to get into this. Uh, you can get mad at me. I know. I was I was not a fan of changing the name. Texture says Vandy can't even compete in the SEC East, and Trevor wants to move them into the NFC East. <laughs> when Vandy, when you Wait. called the the Commanders the Commodores. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> it's a good text. Yeah. I was like, when did I ever give Vandy that much love? <laughs> Texture says we lost K Nip. It appears that we have lost K Nip. Uh, uh, we lost the Nip. It appears that he's going. To, I mean, the thing is, he's also going to go to our conference too and just terrorize us for. Four years, I'm sure. <laughs> K-Nip is a classic Virginia player. Just look at him. Or Duke, for that matter. <laughs> for that matter. Wow, what if the dude's white? <laughs> he is white, and his name is Khan. Khan! Khan! Tucker says, did you wish our coach, uh, current Rick Pitino, a happy birthday? I don't know what that text means, but I didn't know it was his birthday. Is it Pitino's birthday? Happy birthday, coach. I know it's the other day we didn't, it was Wichita's birthday, we should have given him one. Tim Anderson? Yeah. Love Endo. I didn't realize it until I got home and saw it on Facebook. I need to check my Facebook birthdays more often during the show. Henderson used to be a very frequent listener to the old radio show. I'm not sure if he listens to this one, but he would text me every now and then and be like, uh, if, I, if I mentioned his name, he was going to text me and be like, you want me to come on? I was like, sure, let's do it. Well, apparently, uh, Joe Christensen will be trying out with the Raiders. Who? Jaron Christian. Christian. Jaron Christian. Yeah. There you go. You said Gerald Christensen. I know first. I did. I was like, is it, it could be Gerald Christian or Jaron Christian. I was going to say, wasn't that a tight end that played for us? They that? were brothers. Yeah, they were, yeah. Gerald Christian was very good. And then Jaron, his brother, came in and was with. Uh, was I didn't know he was. I thought he was actually already still in the league. I didn't know he was a free agent out there. I, didn't, I knew he was on a training camp roster, but I guess he didn't make a team. Did you see that there's a player for Miami? Because Kareem Hunt just got invited to camp for the uh, tryout with the Browns, obviously. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's uh, that's. I mean, I thought that was kind of inevitable that was going to happen. Detroit invited a bunch of people in today for tryouts. Well, because we, your, your boy, you got hurt. Yeah, I saw you lost two defensive like. backs. I saw that. Yeah, we are we are depleted on the uh, the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Miami tied in Cam McCormick really quick is applying for a ninth year of eligibility, which would making uh, nine, nine years like in college. Nine years. He's petitioning the NCAA for a ninth year. His first year of college football. 
was 2016. That was the Lamar Heisman season. That was, he was a freshman in the Lamar Heisman season. He would like to be playing college football next season. I mean, That's so would I. They, I mean, they, we have 14 on the ACT. Pick it up a little bit and you can make that happen. That only gets me in Miami if I run a 4-2. <laughs> Recruit Trevor, Miami. Make it happen. Uh, that's He says he's unsure if he wants to use that season, but just wants to have the option available to him. I mean, go. I mean, what else is he doing? I mean, go take care of your, your family of four at this point. I mean, it's, <laughs> you're 26 years old. Maybe, Stop. Maybe he wants to play college football with his son. Maybe, yeah, he's doing the LeBron <laughs> thing. He's just waiting until that first son is of age. He's a freshman versus his ninth-year senior father. I'll take a break. When we come back, 5 o'clock hour, we'll talk about the new inductions, inductees into the UofL Athletics Hall of Fame. We'll talk, uh, I'm sure, we'll text line 502-414-1450. I've got a couple other stories that I want to get to as well. It's Trevor ACT score day. Happy 14 day to everybody here on Celebrating today. If you're just joining, uh, we got the AC scores out of nowhere. Now, first, did, did you get the AC scores? Did you did you just check the email for the first time, or did they actually come at like three fifteen when we started the show? Uh, the actual email did come at eleven uh, thirty this morning. So we could have set this up if you just checked your email. I don't check my email that often. A couple people text me. Come on. We got the we got the email. We put off all of our set aside all of our pre show plans. And if you don't want to hear what, what Trevor got and you want to listen to the podcast, turn it off right now and turn it back on in like five minutes. Well, you, I mean, hell, you may skip the whole hour because we're going to talk about it. It's going to keep coming up because Trevor's very excited. I'm thrilled, baby. Here I come, he Yale. Pulled a 14. He's well, very pumped. By the way, that's we're talking HD scores, not something else. Oh, yeah. We should, should clarify. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's clarify that before fucking cops knocking at my door. Someone did text us in. It's a, it's a very valid question. What's the celebration dinner going to be like tonight? Ooh, I'm thinking red. You, lo- I'm thinking red lobster tonight. Red lobster's the big. I'm already there. looking. I'm already thinking some. Uh, yeah, little little, uh, little salmon uh, lobster tail and and shrimp combo. Yeah, we'll surf and turf. I mean, what, what what do what do what do people that pull 14s on ACT usually eat? I mean, what what kind of genius? For <laughs> <laughs> the first person that texts in McDonald's, don't. Uh, I mean, what what does a genius eat? <laughs> I am, there's a part of me that is like disappointed that you're not like this 
savant that just like is you know he's like you got like a 35 what have you done if i'd put like a yeah, like a 36 or something like my genius nephew just got a full ride to college he's like he's the smartest kid i've ever been around my entire life got a 35 if, if you'd gotten a 36 and one upped him i don't know how i'd be able to, to, to react i don't wouldn't be able to like look at you the same way <laughs> would you just lost all faith in the I'd edu- probably quit the show. And the educational I'd, system of schools. I mean, like- I'd have to stop doing the radio show. I'd like, I don't know how to, to be around this person anymore. He's been a genius this entire time. I mean, we just, I feel like you're going to walk in here and just throw a box of toothpicks on the ground and be like, count them, fat boy. <laughs> well, how many are there? I mean, I'd, I'd just like say yes. When Brian found out Barry was like Rain Man with counting. Yeah, I would have had to second guess everything I've ever believed. I just like I talk to you all differently. I'm like he's quietly judging me. He knows that I'm dumb. I don't. I don't know what to do about this. Do I, do I really hate? Do I really hate Meatloaf? Am I? Do I? Is Louisville really my favorite team? I would do. Every, I'd start smoking a lot more weed. Just, <laughs> I don't care if I can't. Dispensary do it sales have gone up 17 percent since Trevor Kelsey. Release the score. Start smoking cigarettes for the first time <laughs> in my life. Just eating a lot more DoorDash. Or that good Canadian. <laughs> just need to shelter myself out from public. I don't know what to. I don't know. I'm just gonna do whatever. I'd like to do. thank the uh, Proctor Steve Earl for allowing me to have my drink on the desk and keeping me awake and active during this test. That was a game changer. Yeah, that was. Sure. That was. Yeah. We did go on a walk last night. I, I went home. Mary's was not feeling great. By the way, we're still as of right now. How's John? Hand, foot, and mouth uh, free. The the three of us. The three healthies. <laughs> Are still hand, foot, and mouth free. No, Mary's okay. not feeling great, which I think is like the worst, the, the first symptom. Probably a little worn down from also just. It could just be that too. I mean, yeah. She's got a cough, which is not supposed to be a part of it. So I'm trying, and no fever. It's supposed to be fever and sore throat are supposed to be like the I mean, the first signs of like hell's coming. And she doesn't have that yet. Virginia's been totally fine. I've been fine so far. John's is feeling a lot better. Mary, bought, Mary felt bad and bought him like this like thirty dollar little like Fisher Price slide, and that we just put up in the. He's just been going up and down the slide like fifty times an hour. Um, so he's been okay. He's I think the worst of it's over for him. Like the the sores, he kind of scratches at his feet a little bit. There's still he still looks terrible. Like if you saw him, you'd be like, well, this a leopard. Me. He looks yeah, looks sad. He man. looks all. I mean, he's got sores all over his face, all over his butt, all over his legs, all over his feet and hands. It's 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 terrible. You want to send me the butt picture? I won't. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but he, uh, he he's doing okay. But I'm just I'm worried about us now. I think he's going to be over it. I'm hoping we nobody else gets it. But we're so I took uh, the kids and Penny on a walk when I got home. Mary had to work a little bit and she wasn't feeling great. So we, we were walking by Wagner, and I was like, Virginia, do you remember Daddy's friend Trevor from radio? He went to school there, and she was like, I don't care. She was, she, she's like, <laughs> she only cares about me when there's a, a box. Well, that's exactly what I said. She's like, who? And I was like, the guy who got you the flounder toy. She's like, oh, cool. She's like, is he going to get me another press? I'm like, Virginia, good lord. <laughs> I guess the newness is worn off flounder, I suppose. She's still she's been sleeping with that flounder. She loves the flounder. She is she's starting to transition more into she's big into Cinderella and. Tiana from Princess and the Frog. She's okay. all over the, and Barbie. Barbie's big now. That's like every year. It's like I, I got to remember what she's into. So when it's I not every year, it. man. It's like every three weeks. You think <laughs> that's bad? She decided she liked Barbie the day before her birthday this year. I was like, well, that's a, a curveball. Thankfully, like uh, I got to watch that movie soon. One of our one, one of the family members had not gotten a gift yet, and we're like, if you want to get something Barbie, you can be a hero at the last second here. And <laughs> and sure enough, she picked up a a, a big hit gift. But uh, anyway. So she was not. Uh, she was impressed by the school. She was not impressed that you went there. But now I'll tell her about your fourteen on the ACT. I mean, when she sees what I score, I got there. Yeah, she's gonna be blown away. I and mean, Mr. James, if you're out there, that's for you, buddy. Mr. James, I can't remember my history teacher's name. <laughs> James is like one of the few people I remember his name. 
My history, was there Bender? I feel like I can remember almost all of my high school teachers. Well, see, here's college the, professors, I remember like one. The thing about my history teacher, like I, I, I can't remember his name 100%. I think it was Bender. But the two things I'll never forget about him is one, he, there, there was uh, the grease spots on the back of the, the chalkboard where his jerry curl would let, rest his head against the chalkboard. I love that. And he had a bad jerry curl and it was like stained into the chalkboard. And the second one was how he told us never date a good looking woman, only date twos and threes because you can get multiples and they'll never cheat on you. And you I'm like, I'm, for the rest of your life? I'm like a sophomore in high school, like, teach me, Mr. Like Bender. Writing it down. Like, right? I'm taking notes. Like, like, I'm not listening to what he's telling me about history. I'm listening to this part. My favorite teacher blackboard <laughs> moment growing up, we had some, I think he just retired from Trinity. If anybody listening went there and had Tom Dubay, had him junior and, and senior year. And he was like the religion slash social justice teacher, what were the, the classes that you had during in that little sector. Yeah. And he would always have like these notes, just random words written on the board. And we were convinced that he had, he, he just would write random notes in the class before when he was lecturing and would have no idea what he was talking about. So we, before class, if he wasn't paying attention, would go and just in the middle of all that, just write a random word that had, and see if he would like work it into his conversation somehow and assume that he'd written it in some sort of just, you know, haze in, in the previous lecture. And sometimes he would. And then I think he kind of figured out what he was doing and he would just, he'd, he'd Make fun of it. No, I know this is not to sound like like I'm not I'm not that much older, but you, you did have chalkboards, right? We did, but we just started the like, like half of the classes at, at, at Trinity, like the newer classrooms, all had the whiteboards. That's that's what I noticed when I was at Wagner yeah. this time. Oh, everybody has whiteboards now. Yeah, and now that granted, the whiteboard only covered up like I mean, take this with a grain of salt because I got a 14 in math, but it only covered like 65 to 70 percent of the like the chalkboard. So like the, you could see the old chalkboard like at the very end of the of, you know oh, you could still a little bit which it was covered up with like pictures of presidents and stuff so it wasn't actually used but yeah I, I didn't notice how like it kind of made me feel nostalgic too I was like I wonder if that was chalkboard because it was all chalkboard when I was in school it still weirds me out to see all these like computers in classrooms now that is baffling as weird. well yeah uh, we've got a new U of L athletics Hall of Fame class for 2023 eight members yes are going to be inducted into the uh, new class on Not, October 27th at the Angels Envy Bourbon Club. That's a Friday night if you want to go. Th- this is separate from the Kentucky. This is just you is about. Like that Rick got into and everything. Yeah, Bozich is a Kentucky Hall of Fame member. Yeah. I saw that last weekend. But this is the U of L Athletics Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, Carlos Almeida was a All-American swimmer here from 2008 to 2012. Okay, I'm glad you said swimming because I felt like really dumb not knowing his name. Ivan Green. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I mean, I'm Green's not in yet. Chris Redmond's favorite target from back in the day. Shout to Mail High. I mean, the man who got water bottles thrown at me when he scored that third touchdown and gave up the big three. I, I was with him. Uh, Matt Hughes, who was a national champion on our track and field squad from 2008 to uh, 2011. I assume Redmond's already in, right? I, he's got to be. He's got to be, yeah. I thought, I'm kind of surprised I've been Green one already. Yeah, in. he definitely is. Justin Marks, who was the, he's the, pitcher. the, the star pitcher of the first College World Series yep. team back in 2007. I think he was the biggest pitcher of the year. Um, in 09. Interviewed him twice. Justin Marks was a beast. Was did, a, did, a, did an interview with him on LES Report. Uh, Sandy Pearsall, who was our softball coach from 2000 to 2018. Love Sandy. Wish she was, uh, you know, she had some great teams. Softball's kind of fallen off a little bit recently. We'd love to see it get picked up as one of those Vince hires, Strev. Uh, it's just killing everything, man. <laughs> I'm just, we're just joking. Killing it, Well, Vince. one of us is joking. You're not joking. No, I'm not. <laughs> Monique Reed, who was a women's basketball star here from 2008 to 2013. I said name sounds familiar. Yeah. She was a beast, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the posthumously being inducted in the Hall of Fame is going to be Felton Spencer, who was a, a, a 
All American here from '86 to '90. That's awesome. How was Felton not in this already? That's gonna surprise me too that he has not been in the the Hall of Fame. Like, like I say, Ivan and Ivan was good, but I, I guess I get. I mean, it's been what twenty. Ivan was about twenty. It was early two thousands, late nineties, late nineties, ninety five to ninety nine. Well, see, I thought he was early. Okay, but still. So I mean, yeah, I mean, he and he was good, and I, I mean, he's obviously memorable. He's you know teammates with Redmond in, in high school and in college. But Felton Spencer was an All American and number one draft pick. And and yeah, and a lot a lottery pick, yeah, number 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 six overall in Minnesota. Who's oh no, I'm, I'm Purvis is number one. Sorry, Purvis, yeah, but it's all right. I mean, still lottery he'll picks a lottery pick. I mean, still, I mean, at the time, I mean, he would have been I guess like the third highest draft. Oh no, he'd been fourth behind McRae and and and, and Grip and, and Ellison at the time. So there might be someone else slipping in if I'm mistaken. I'm sorry. Again, fourteen on math. So I'm just gonna use this excuse every time I do something. I'm wrong. surprised he wasn't in. Uh, yeah, that, that 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 really shocked. That does shock me. That, and I hate the fact that they, I don't know if he's getting in now because he just passed. Because that's he should. It kind of feels like that. Yeah. Like I'm, I wonder who would. If I was to say, fill in the blank name that's not in the Louisville Hall of Fame, what name would surprise you? Well, see, I don't know. I, I don't have a list of like who yeah, is. It's true. I don't either. That's yeah. kind of hard to, to say right now. Because the be, last member. Let's, let's get through this and we can continue. Okay, I'm just, I thought that was my Lena bad. Sokolowski from volleyball, All American outside hitter from 2002 to 2005. Still holds the record for most kills in a season, aces in a season, and is second in career total attacks and career kills at UofL. Three-time conference tournament MVP, led the cards to four NCAA tournament appearances. She was a beast. She's in the Hall of Fame now. Those are the eight Hall of Fame members. I, just, I thought Felton was the last one. I mean, that was kind of like the, the big name at the end, but okay. Well, it's, well, it's out that quarter. So. Oh, okay. I mean, it had to be somebody that would surprise me would be somebody from the 90s, right? Because like, if you, if you played like Patino Air and you're not in just yet, that shouldn't be too shocking, maybe. I think the issue with, with Felton be, is probably you can only have one player per sport per year. So, you know, basketball, you've got a, a ton. And also you have, like – I mean, still. He's you know, they're he's, inducting people from basketball that technically weren't playing. Like Kenny Klein's in there. You know, you've got coaches that are in there. I'm sure yeah, like but Fred Heen, the trainer, has been in there. You're talking 30 years since he's – No, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm surprised that I'm, – I'm just like you with Felton, but I'm talking yeah. about if we were trying to guess. Give it I'm a, sure yeah. there is somebody from the 90s that you're like, oh, I'm surprised he's not in, in the Athletics Hall of Fame already. And it's because – that's probably the reason why. I mean, I mean, that, I would take that for like Everett Sullivan, maybe, but I felt I think like he should have been in already. I mean, I'm assuming LeBradford's in. I don't. I, again, I don't know. Yeah, I know you don't have a list. It's on me. I figure you're in. I'm not. This is a weird. I mean, I don't know what. I'm, I'm, I don't. For some reason, not to change gears completely, but what a very. I'm it's the most odd, like trending list right now that you're, you're probably going to ever find. I love when this happens. Uh, and ACT is not one of them, amazingly but true. Uh, it's Tom Hanks, okay, Howard Stern, Will and Grace, <laughs> and I don't know if I can use this. Okay, well, it's a nicer I, word for. Um, I mean, a word for P jug. For, <laughs> I don't know what you just said. So. It's a it's a P jug. Oh, okay, for something to pee in. Like literally, yeah. I'm not like it's not a euphemism. It's an actual P jug. And apparently, as I click on it, it is, and they use it's they use a different word. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I can, word that comes in front of off. I don't know if you can. I don't know. If, I don't. I feel like I say pee jug better, but I don't piss know. off. Yeah, there you go. I said it. Piss jug. Yeah. <laughs> so five o'clock hour cover the kids' ears. Sorry, kids. So, but there's actually yeah, apparently it's at a gas station, and you can take pictures with it. Interesting. I don't see Derek character anywhere around. I yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that, you'd want that, to. That is my trending right now. 
By the way, Dewan Wheat was only inducted into the U of L Athletics Hall of Fame in 2014, so I'm not sure. There's, there's probably some few, like, a few classes that are, a few players that were we'd be surprised that aren't in there. I yeah, that's. I mean, is the purpose Ellison in? I don't see him. I'm assuming he. Yeah, he is. 2003, he was in the class, same class with Denny Crum, Tom Jackson, and a bunch of people that I don't. know. That's a hell of a class, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Kenny Payne's in for now. I don't think he is. <laughs> he might not be getting it anytime soon. <laughs> Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. I've got one more story that I want to get to a little bit later, but we'll take a few texts here to, yeah, to wrap up this segment. People to talk to me. Uh, Texter says Nelly's Barbershop in St. Matthews is pretty good. There you go. There's a recommendation for you. Like the rapper? Yes, he cuts hair now in Louisville. Well, I mean, Furtado actually. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time since it's been hot in here. Texas Deion Sanders is the first real lockdown corner and legit was the the first real lockdown wow. corner. Legitimately backed it up, and if he got his hands on the ball, he was going to score a TD. I would not agree to that. He's the legitimate. I mean, he, maybe in your lifetime, but I mean, somebody a little little, little man who still has a record for interceptions named Night Train Lane might disagree with that. I was impressed with the kid from Colorado State who, when he scored, I think it was the touchdown that made it twenty one fourteen. He did the Deion dance very well. Like he looked just like. Prime time. Like I thought that was you have to have practiced that a little bit. Like he he planned out for his moment just in case he got into the end zone and he did and he took full advantage. That was uh that, that was well done. Do you remember what the uh, the the knock on prime time for the haters were of him? Couldn't tackle. He wasn't Couldn't tackle. Did you see that what I'm talking about though in the game? Uh where he did so much? Yeah, that's all yeah. It was impressive. Yeah, he, I he looked he just like Dion. Think he practiced it? Yeah, had to have. Texture says my text about LePesh ended with a conversation about Ann Hesh. You all got your haircuts together at the same place. Coincidence, I think this means Trevor needs the Ann Hesh haircut again to get the vibes right for the next Louisville Athletics. <laughs> By the way, he says Pesh. Like he, I don't, my mind is automatically going to Depeche Mode. Depeche. Depeche. I'm thinking Depeche Mode. That's where my mind goes immediately when I hear that word. That's fine. Okay. Texas, why are people in denial about pain? So far, he's done nothing to instill any confidence in the fan base, and he won four games last year. I mean, I can't. We can. We can only answer for ourselves. I don't think either one of us are in denial. About it's kind of hard to argue that too, though. I mean, it's you. You think, but some people will. Kentucky got a seven foot seven dude. Is it that Croatian? Samto Sorel? Cyril? Oh, Son of Ciro. That's old news. He's he's yeah. He's been around for a while. Oh, is he? Texas SMU raised $100 million in seven days to support the ACC move. Yeah, they've got a absolute buttload of money. <laughs> I think that's the proper legal term. I think that is, yeah. yeah. Texas, tough break on the nip slip. Yeah. I really, I mean, the, the con knipple content that we could have used <laughs> was off the charts. And it's just gone. It's just gone. Texas, Trevor is going to come to work tomorrow like George Costanza in the abstinence episode where he became smarter. Sports are so pedestrian, Mike. Today I've prepared an array of science experiments that will illuminate the mind and dazzle the eye. Unless I meet a girl from Peru. <laughs> I know it's Portuguese, wasn't it? I do want you to come in and just be like, just, just full on, like, like wear a monocle tomorrow. <laughs> you start using just big words, I don't know. I'm sorry, I believe this was... Uh, it's very pedantic of you. When I, <laughs> it's not the word. We've said the word in the show today, you still didn't get it. Well, it's... Maybe you don't get it, you know. But shallow and pedantic. Uh, but I get it. Okay. If you were at my level, you'd understand the, the, uh, the, the. If you, if, if you, you know, evolution. Not going well. <laughs> take over you. The economy. Yeah. Texas says I always come at three fifteen when you start the show. 
I'm just going to leave that one alone. I think that's what they meant. <laughs> Dex says, you are the greatest big boy, TK. Yeah, take that, Frishes. Dex says, people that score 14 on the AC usually eat whatever the state prison is serving. <laughs> that's good. Dex says, Trevor, people who score 14 on the ACs do, in fact, eat at Red Lobster a lot. No, no, they work at Red Lobster. Yeah, but it's part-time. <laughs> Texas says, Trevor's victory meal options, Arby's, Jack in the Box, Steak and Shake, Ollie's Trolley, Ponderosa, and Ryan's. Ollie's Trolley's great. Actually, Steak and Shake doesn't sound bad. I haven't been to Steak and Shake. All the Steak and Shake's closed. But they have them on DoorDash. Yeah, that's true. The problem it, is, last time I ordered Steak and Shake, I got like two milkshakes with it, and I just like I fell asleep at like 11 o'clock because I, I, I drank too much milkshake. You know, that, 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 that is a classic problem. I could have just <laughs> saved one. <laughs> I couldn't decide between cookies and cream and mint, so I got them both. I like the Nutella shake they have there. It's delicious. I haven't tried that yet. Should I try that? I think it's really good. I, I've never had Nutella. You've never had Nutella? I've never in any had... way, shape, or form? No. Really? I don't know what about it. It just kind of always kind of creeped me out when I'd see it in the aisle. I'd be like, it looks just like poo. It's delicious. I, I'm assuming it is. It's just like Have you ever sh- had those little like Ferrero Rocher like, little chocolate balls that they have around Christmas time? They come in the little individual gold Yeah, they come, in, they come in red and gold. And... The stuff in the middle is, is Nutella. Oh, like, it is? Yeah, that little like. Oh, we used to sell those at, car, at uh, Books A Million. I eat, eat them by the dozens. They're delicious. Yeah. I had, when we did our inventory there, I had to count all those. You're going to get hooked on Nutella now. You're going to try it. It's going to be one of those things. You, you do this where you finally try something and then you just get hooked on it. You're going to be like just eating Nutella is, is sandwiches it, during the show. Is it just chocolate spread? Yeah. Like how's that for breakfast? It's like cookies, the cookie cereal. It's delicious. It's they still make the cookie cereal? Don't question this. Cookie uh, Crunch? Cookie Crunch? I don't think they do. That stuff was good. They have like a Hershey Kiss cereal now, though. It's basically just a giant box of the cookies from McDonald's, and you put milk on it and have it for breakfast. I was not a big fan. <laughs> I want cookies. I'm just going to eat cookies. Texas uh, says, congrats to TK on doubling the upcoming men's basketball win total. I'm proud yeah. of you, big guy. Come on, guys. I might get Roosters. Roosters is good. Yeah. Texas oh. says, uh, big game burger. Do it now. I mean, it's, this is a celebration. Like, I should get, like, a discount, too, wherever I go, right? Yeah. <laughs> please please let somebody know that you want a discount because you got a 14 on the ACD and see what their response what? is and then what? talk about it on the show. Where's, where's our sales crew out? Why have I not got a sponsorship right now for my 14? What would be a good sponsorship for 14? Two touchdown, Trevor. Um, <laughs> Other famous 14s, Jeff Hornacek wore 14, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of who else wore 14. I'm trying to think. Like, that's the first name for some reason that pops in my mind is Jeff Hornacek. I think he wore 14. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really remember. Who's 14 on the U of L football team right now? I don't know. It's not a, it's a forgotten quarterback number. He did wear 14, by the way. <laughs> this needs to be your your favorite player. I'm looking it up right now. Did a basketball player wear 14 last year? I don't know. We got the internet here. It's just. This is our last week here, by the way. Supposedly. Supposedly. We're supposed to be back uh, on Monday at Taylorsville Road. That's that's the rumor. Uh, we've got number 14 on the UVL football team this year is, ooh, Stephen Heron from okay. the transfer from Trinity, from Trinity slash Stanford. And then Sam Walton is one of our QBs. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Hey, by the way, for the record, I beat the number of quarterbacks played against Murray State. You did. Uh, there is no number 14 on the basketball team currently. Yeah, that's maybe for the best. <laughs> Texas says people who get their Oh, Dre Davis wore it was the last one to wear it oh, Dre was a beast Yeah, that's me Texas says people who get their AC score of 14 Usually eat whatever is in their parents' medicine cabinet <laughs> Medicine cabinet Texas says 14 on the ACD eats at Waffle House 
I haven't had Waffle House in forever, and that makes me sad. I love Waffle House. I, yeah, I'm a big Waffle House fan. I mean, that's – and you know what's weird is I don't think I've ever gotten anything other than, like, waffles or omelets at Waffle I've never had, like, a burger or anything there. Really? Well, it's, it's part of the name. Do you, always you just get hash the, browns? Well, yeah, because they come with the omelet. Oh, gotcha. I always get an omelet, though, when I get I always there. just get waffle and hash browns. Texture says – Link to a study shows creatine helps with long COVID. Could be nothing. Could be medicine. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I've trust me. There's been if there's been a study on this, I've probably looked at it. Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna find the cure and for tried you. Tried it. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this is what I'm gonna put your new brilliance <laughs> to the test. Make me healthy. <laughs> what if you did? Right now, we need like a montage of me like going, like, take it to the limit, <laughs> like so. Living on the razors and do like going through like vials and testing them out and stuff. You come in tomorrow and you're like, drink more water. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just gonna come in. I'm gonna pull out like a like a like a, like a, a vial like you get like the uh, the Jello shots in it on, on, on Bourbon Street, and it's gonna be like smoke coming out of it. It's gonna be different. Just drink this and you will be okay. Will you trust me? I mean, the, the, I've tried a lot of stuff. The only thing that I haven't done that people have used. For some reason, people have said nicotine patches has helped with the the brain fog stuff. I've not tried Seriously? that. Seriously, yeah, which is super strange. I know there's like an explanation for it. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, yeah people want to sell more nicotine patches. I don't think that's what it was. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> I, I may try the creatine though. I, I never took creatine. When, creatine was like a big fad. I feel like when I was in like late junior high, early high still school, still is, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, but like it was like it was like this new thing. Like if you guys. Tried creatine. It was like it, was, it almost felt like steroids when you were 14, 15. Yeah. People like the kids who took it, like, oh, he, he does creatine. It's not, but I, so I never tried it, but maybe I will. Texas says, sorry, who are we forcing the ball to so they don't leave in free agency? Is this a, a, a I think this is a KRC text because he says Barion. Barion's good. What? What? Forcing the ball to? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Who knows? Who knows what KRC is talking about? Who cares? We're celebrating. <laughs> yeah. Texas TK, I'm gonna send you a throwback Eagles jersey, number fourteen. Uh, who or fourteen? I can't remember who. Bob, Bobby Hoying. It's a good jersey. I'm trying. I don't even remember who would have won. The, <laughs> I got a picture of Bobby Hoying in my room. No, Bobby Hoying won fourteen. Was he? Because we had a bunch of Bobby Hoying jerseys at one time at the uh, Cardboard Heroes. Did you really? Why? Oh, because how uh, much they sell? Oh, I, I ended up buying the two authentics for like twenty bucks each. They're like two hundred dollars because Bobby Hoying went to Ohio State, and we were the uh, only. All, all I think the, of the nine Cardboard Heroes, all but one were in Ohio. So when he got like thought he was going to be the starting, thank you, mind. I got there in two thousand. This was like he was the starting quarterback in like ninety seven. So this is like three years later, they still got them all there. <laughs> I want a list of the best athletes to ever wear number fourteen. It starts with Sam Darnold at number thirty-one, so that's not a good start. No, I'm better than Sam Darnold. I got a better score in my ACTs than he did too. Clearly better than Sam Darnold. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, Horny Six got to be up there, right? I mean, Ted Rose, uh, Pete Rose was number fourteen. Oh yeah, there you go. I mean, we always like to gamble. But this is true. He, he, I, I can see him getting a fourteen on the ACT as well. Fred Bulitnikoff. Okay, the man. Who is okay, USA Today? They did the top the the athlete with the best the best athlete with every jersey number. This is going to be the definitive list. Uh, number fourteen: Pete Rose, Bob Cousy, AJ Foyt from Auto Racing, Ernie yeah. Banks, and Y.A. Tittle. I like Ernie Banks. Fourteen kind of sucks as a number. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the number 14 just for Eagles. The last one to wear it was Riley Cooper. That's not good. No, that's not, that's not, <laughs> between this and your commander's comment from earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> but fellow other 14s, Ty Detmer. Uh, oh, currently, I might forget this. Kenneth Gamewell currently wears 14. That's good. Yeah, that's not bad. He's out with us. Doug Peterson wore 14 in his one year with us. So there you go. A couple, couple of decent 14s. Okay. Texas primetime versus Jed Fish is probably going to stack up there with the last few Super Bowl attendance ratings. <laughs> what how, Jed, how is Jed Fish in Arizona doing right what now? If Jed Fish like calls him out, like Jay Norvell, like he's he's he comes he's like the next one. I, I feel like Dion wouldn't even respond. He's like, who is Arizona's coach? <laughs> Arizona's two and one right now. By the way, who they lose to? I mean, somebody probably cheated. Uh, Mississippi State. Wow. Yeah. yeah, they remember they went they they had the game. Uh, Arizona had a chance to tie the game with like one uh, play at the buzzer uh, goal line, and they couldn't get in. And you Mississippi State just lost to, U- to LSU by like thirty last week. And then they beat UTEP and they beat Northern Arizona. Well, UTEP's a decent one. They got Stanford this week. No, then they play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven ranked teams in a row after Pac-12 is the greatest conference in college football history. Everybody's ranked. I mean, you're not lying, not lying, man. It's, it is so insane. It is the last year the way they're doing this. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I, I kind of want it to be like, I want the big debate once we get to early November to be like, does the Pac-12 deserve two teams in the playoff for the last year of the Pac-12? Oh, and I want to be Washington State and Oregon State too. <laughs> yeah, should, should it be Oregon State and USC both in the in the Final Four? Does the SEC deserve a team, or should two Pac-12 teams go to the playoff? It, it would just be so perfectly ironic for where we're headed with the sport. All right, we'll take our last break. When we come back, we'll read some text. I've got one more story that I want to get to, and we'll head to the night that will be in sports. We've got the Red Hot Reds, baby. They're back. They're back in the wild card. They're starting Fernando Cruz tonight. You know who else is in the wild card right now? Blue Jays. The last time the Blue Jays and the Reds both made the playoffs? Uh, 1990? Actually, 2020. Well, that doesn't count. That, was the, that, I, that doesn't count. Then, no. Yeah, 90 was a weird one. The Blue Jays made the playoffs like five years in a row. Five out of six years, and the 90 was the one year where they missed it. Oh. Because uh, I think I want to say the Red Sox had like a like a really good year, and they beat us by like a game or two that year. Who cares? Anyway, stick yeah, around. We'll be right back. Fourteen fifty. No, nice one. Big X. Trevor got a fourteen. <laughs> it's the what? best day of my life. My he, life has changed now. He's a teenage scorer on the ACC, folks. He, I'm he got 14. A 14. I can drink liquor in Germany. He's well. That's, <laughs> he's excited about it. I think that is right, isn't it? 14 in the drink, or is it 16? I can't imagine it's 14. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Germany, man. It is Germany. <laughs> what? I'm like, <laughs> we are on 14.50. Maybe that means you get a 15, uh, a 50 on the the LSAT if you took it. Well, what, well, the, the what's the not ACT? It's the SATs, right? SAT is if you got a fifty, you'd be in trouble. Well, you'd be in trouble if you got a fifty on the LSAT too. Well, <laughs> it is sixteen for Germany drinking, by the way. Uh, well, how much? What's the AC, What's the SAT score I gotta get? Well, it used to be sixteen hundred when we took it. I think now it's out of twenty four hundred. 
Okay, so I can get like an 18, 19 maybe? 100? Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Question the 18, 19 individually. I mean, I don't know. Make that happen. You've uh, announced something today. I want to get your thoughts on whether or not this is cool. Because I, I, I think it is, but people seem to be a little bit conflicted about it. The University of Louisville men's basketball team is going to be making surprise stops and giving away prizes throughout the city over the next several weeks as part of its new 502 flyby initiative. The Cardinals will take part in five drop-ins across different areas of the city leading up to the red-white scrimmage on October 11th. When and where can you find the cards? That's where the fun comes in, folks. UVL will announce on the Louisville men's basketball social media channels when there will be a flyby the following day, but not the time or location. Times will vary and allow everyone the chance to participate. When it's time for the drop-in, select Louisville players will post a photo from their location in the city with a password. Fans are encouraged to follow Louisville men's basketball on Twitter and Instagram and turn on notifications so they get the first notice of the flyby starting. The first person to find the players, who could be anywhere in the city, and give them the password from their post will receive a box full of Louisville Adidas swag. For those who don't arrive first, the players at the flyby will stick around for a bit after the box box has been claimed to interact with fans and pass out additional giveaway items. Their sources say the first drop could be this week. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's just... It's an idea to do when you maybe win double-digit games, though, your first year. I mean, it's just... like I know, I mean, there's probably other things we could do other than playing scavenger hunts around the city with the basketball team. Like, I don't know, practicing? It, it strikes me. I mean, they're doing all these I love the idea. Things. I think it's cute and it's great, and I think it's going to be fun. I don't know. I just feel like the timing is just a little off. Yeah, the, the, the line from UofL for a few weeks now, and, and especially recently with the Louisville Live announcement that it's not going to happen this mm-hmm. year, has been that Kenny Payne wants to do more, like, intimate fan interaction things. You know, they had those little season ticket holders were able to come to a practice. They were able to meet and greet the players and individual, and they kept it to small groups. It was a bunch of little groups. And they're not doing Louisville Live, and they're not, but they're, they're really hyping this red-white scrimmage now. And now they're doing this event where you can come and like meet the players and interact with them and get get prizes and all this stuff. And that's that's fine. Yeah. But sometimes the the broader, more visible things are just as important as the small fan interactions, i.e., just like going on local shows, doing local interviews, doing events like Louisville Live, holding press conferences more than every eight months. Just being visible so the fan base can have an idea of, of, of who you are and what you're doing and, the, and comfort us with your vision with the pro, for the program. Actually, I mean, I like the idea. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's cool fun. and fun. Yeah. I just think, you know, whoever came up with it, he, kudos to you. You're probably, you probably scored a 14 or so on your ACTs, you know, because you're that smart. But God, we're never going to hear the answer. At some point, though, I'd been like, this is a great idea, you know, Joe the Plumber, but let's, or, I'm sorry, Chris the Plumber. But you know, this is a great idea. But let's let's maybe wait and do it next year. Let's put it in the back pocket for like coming off maybe something that isn't a four win season. I mean, you also do run the we're risk. We're canceling of some, Louisville Live for God's sakes. I mean, you also do run the risk of some jackass UK fan just like doing this, being the first one there, and like taking the picture, and throwing L's down with the box and stuff. Like, yeah, I can see that happening. That's you know what. It probably, if you want to do that, if your life is that meaningless, then, then go be my best little fan. They're committed. They're, they're I look, give you, they're uh, yeah. Committed. I mean, but your life is that. You, I, when I look at you and go, man, that's someone has no life. That's not a good sign. That's that. That's something that like that's like the borderline like put yourself in rehab type sign. You know, that's like when you look at yourself like, man, I just need I need to change my life. Uh, but I, I love the idea. I just don't think I just don't think doing it this year is just a great idea. It's a fun thing. 
It is. I think it's great. I just, just, you know, I mean, know. if this were, you know, we're coming off the heels of a, if this were 10 years ago, we're coming off the heels of a national championship and you got Russ Smith and Montres Harold doing this, even then people are, yeah, people are, are, they're lining up. They're, they're waiting every single day to see when they, the next notification might come out. But right now it's, yeah, yeah I mean, we, we don't do want, it. Somebody will show up. But you put a notification be... out. We want to see it for a guard recruit. We don't want it. We don't want it for, you know, a couple of free sweatshirts and a, and a pair of shoes. Yeah, we've got concerns. Yeah, and they even did this after Pageant's first year. A twenty, you know, we won seventeen games last year. I do. That's fine. That's fun. But yeah, I mean, you're canceling. You're sitting there and canceling Louisville Live because you don't think anybody's going to show up. But you're going to do this. I mean, kind of. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, you don't have to worry about not enough people showing up. As long as one person does, it's a success. That's still that. That is possibly a <laughs> risk you're willing to take, though. Josh says uh, on Twitter, by the way, Josh Jenkins says the parent company of Dairy Queen is 14 Foods. I think that means you need to get a blizzard tonight. Oh, Dairy Queen is on here. I've never had anything but chicken strips with uh, country gravy from Dairy Queen. You can just get a blizzard. Well, and, well, and, and I mean the non-dessert. I meant to say, I guess, yeah. Double dash. Double double dash. You know, you know how double. Like, if you order from one place, you can get like. You can order like get ice cream from somewhere else. And oh yeah, oh yeah, I've done, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've done that here multiple times. I figured that's why I was so surprised that you were questioning the the term. I just didn't. I had not heard that term. Yeah, I didn't know that. No, I've, I've double quadruple dashed. Oh yeah, I've triple dashed. <laughs> yeah, you really? Oh yeah. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton stacks. I'm like about DoorDash swinger. <laughs> got about ten minutes to get your thoughts in here before we call it a day. We'll talk a little bit at the very end of the show about tonight's slate of uh, sports on TV, which is primarily baseball. The Reds. Bearing down the stretch here, trying to make the playoffs. It's all it's all happening. We're excited. Texture says, KP moves in silence. Maybe the most annoying Yuval-related phrase ever. I'll be happy in six months when KP moves in silence one more time out of his office to make way for Coach Tang. Is the move in silence thing, it is kind of annoying, isn't it? To be fair, like, he didn't make that up, though. Like, like his supporters are the ones who made that up. Like, like he moves in silence. Like he'd, And then like, he kind of, like, played along with it as time went on. So I don't necessarily put that entirely on him. I also do think it's it's one of those things where – you need to be working and not silence when you've gone four and twenty eight and had yeah, the worst agree, season in the history of the program. Like you, you can get away with that when the results. You know, you, you can do whatever the hell you want when the results are, are showing up on the court. When they're not, maybe you need to be a little bit more traditional. Because, look, when you're moving in silence and the programs things aren't going well, what that says to a lot of people is that you don't know what you're doing, and that's why the silence is happening. It's not that you don't want everybody knowing your every step. It's that you don't want news to get out because there's no news to get out because you're not getting anybody and things are bad and a lot of those fears were confirmed last season Texas says great for Trevor for taking the ACT even if he doesn't get into his dream school I'm confident he'll do well in a trade school as an HVAC tech or a plumber <laughs> well plumber I probably won't do I can't I, I can't get up and down off my knees like I used to so that's probably not a good thing one of the most one of the best things about this is that because of the schools that you picked out to have your scores automatically sent to, there is an employee at Yale University who will look and see that you scored a 14 <laughs> on the ACT. I want to see the intern at Blumenberg's office in Connecticut or wherever his name is. I mean, it's probably going to be yeah, it's probably going to be some some intern at both places. It's probably going to be a student at Yale who just automatically gets the test scores and I mean, just I mean, cycles out anything that's not a 35 or better. But they're going to notice that they they got a 14 <laughs> from a gentleman in Louisville, Kentucky, and that's going to be they'll probably do a little bit of a double take. I mean, the, on top of it, I mean, they only have like 40 students. How many people do you think at Blue Community Blue or whatever Community College? I mean, they, do you think they get a year? Like maybe two, they're gonna get like a random like come from me. 
Hey, how many people actually picked them other than me? I mean, I'm sure some people do it as a joke, but I feel like, <laughs> like I told you, like, I think I did a random one. I remember that very thing where I was like, ah, this school, this school, and then I was like, eh, I'll just do like. Did you hear back from any of the schools you sent it to? Not about like my ACT score. Oh. Well, like your criminal record? No, like I'd, I'd gotten letters. For, I mean, you get mail from colleges when you start taking some standardized tests. So I think I'd like already like taught. I'd already gotten like letters from the schools that I was interested in. Like, I wonder if I get a letter back from one of these schools. Or Did you apply to any colleges like coming out of when you got your GED? No. So you didn't go. You didn't start I, applying I, until I, you like. The only reason I, the only reason I even got that was because I was I went to JCC. Gotcha. It's because uh, yeah, I was I was uh, I ended up going to JCC. Uh, I wanted I was going to take some classes at JCC and I had to get it so. That's the only reason I even got it was to go to JCC. Otherwise, I had no intention of doing it. I think I did good on the GED test. Maybe I should retake that again. Yeah, that'd be great. Can you retake a GED test? Great question. I don't have the I don't have the answer to it. And for some reason, I feel like I will not be like shamed from age in this in this scenario. <laughs> like I might actually be the youngest you might one fit there. In a lot better. Yeah, I'm, I'm walking. I'm like. Josh? <laughs> like, Trevor, I haven't seen you since high school, buddy. I... We were in this classroom. Yeah, it was right here. Remember, we used to sneak cut all the time and go get high? Yeah, that's why we're here now taking the GED. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Texas says 14, Trevor's ACT score and calories burnt in a day. <laughs> yeah, right. How <laughs> many calories think I burn in a day? Texas, new show segment, Are You Smarter Than a 14? <laughs> Take that swab. <laughs> stump the stump the Trev. Beat the fourteen. Texas, I think Ty Detmer wore fourteen with the Eagles. That's a, he did. I'd read that out, yeah. He did. Texas says Dion Jr. runs his dad's socials, says so in the post, and explains the rankings. Uh, this is the same person who keeps responding to KRC. It's fine, but like, <laughs> didn't Dan have three kids? Where's the third one at? I think I don't know. I did like during the post game. Deion Sanders Jr. is the other one, right? I did. It's another thing about Dion that is I've liked is when they did the post game. I don't know if you were watching it, like the, whoever did the sideline interview. I forget. Like the first two questions were about his kids. And before the second was even like kind of given out, Dion was like, you know what? I don't talk about my This is a team. He wanted to focus more on. Because most parents, most helicopter like parents that you know we've seen in the balls and the Richard Williams, it's all about the you know they want to talk nothing about their kids. Props to Dion to like pushing away from the kids' spotlight and putting on the other athletes. It's very Glenn Rutherford of him back in the day. My dad, my dad was the last person to give me praise. We which I, I loved. Uh, we always do this thing, so I always play the same. Well, I can understand why. Yeah, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. Eric Wine, we always play on the same teams, and our dads coach together. And we basically like let it because our dads wanted to. Like, they'd get too angry. Like Chuck, his dad basically coached me, and then my dad basically coached Eric, and then Chuck's dad, Eric's grandpa, pretty much like kept everybody just like apart. And, like that's the way it worked. It was great. <laughs> you have to have a dynamic like. That. I just went to his Wikipedia. I had no idea Dion's last ever technically professional baseball team was Toronto. I did not either. I, he didn't. He he played with the. After the Reds released him, he signed with our summer league team. He didn't actually play with the franchise though. He only got to the uh, Syracuse Sky Chiefs before he left to become uh, to join well, the Washington. Well, that changes things. But he played in the, well. I mean, did he ever? Did he made the Reds. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was on the Reds. He played several games with the Reds. He's yeah. come back. His first game in like a year and a half. He had a home run. But yeah, he was released in '01 and signed with the the. the he hit two fifty two with Syracuse. Texas says everyone knows that German law that you can drink liquor if you score a fourteen on your ACT. 
might be able to be head of the country. Texture says, <laughs> uh, TK is pretty much at the stage uh, when Homer went to college and lit his diploma on fire while it was still hanging on the wall and set fire <laughs> to the house. Congratulations, Trevor. I kept thinking, I was like, I am so smart. I am so smart. SMRT. <laughs> Texture says, is Yuval going to have one more flybys than their number of wins last season? Come on. They are, technically. Five flybys. Four, uh, four wins. Texas says the KP Mafia will be the only participants in this scavenger hunt. No, I mean, there'll be some people. <laughs> no, I mean, there'll I, be some people. I want a box of U of L swag. It'd be great. I'll take a piece of you. You know, he has two kids, by the way. There's not a third. No, one. he doesn't. He's got five. Well, I'm, I guess they're playing, I guess. Yeah, Deion Sanders Jr. is his other son. Yeah. He, that's the one they're talking about that runs his social media channels. And I think he's got two daughters. Texture says, uh, this is the this Trevor's mom one might cross the line a little bit. Can I read it? You can read it. I don't want is it that bad? I mean, it's not that terrible. I just don't, I don't feel comfortable. So. <laughs> really? I mean, some of the things we've said. I know, but still. Just, I don't know. Somebody, talking about your mom on her knees. Just, just I don't want to do it. Oh, because I made the comment about the plumber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was like, wait a minute. Why are we talking about that? Texas, I, I, come on. You, Trevor's mom guy. If anything, you need to make a joke about 14 lovers she had, not like <laughs> Yeah. Like, get it right, man. Come on. Like, 14. That was the. That was Trevor's dad in line when he when he was conceived. <laughs> Texas, have you seen the Lauren Bobert video from over the weekend? As a former theater employee, how would Trevor handle that situation? Who? Lauren Bobert. The you refer to her as the hot politician. Oh yeah. Oh, is that why Howard Stern was trending? I saw he said something about her. The girl from Colorado, right? From Colorado, she got kicked out of a a showing of Beetlejuice, the play with, with kids there. First and, of all, why is Beetlejuice a play to begin with? It's apparently very popular. But yeah. she she got kicked out. It was originally the story was she was vaping. She denied it. Her staff said it was ridiculous. Then a video came out of her not only very clearly vaping during the show, but this guy that she's with um, grabbing her breasts aggressively and her appearing to uh, grab his crotch aggressively. Um, and that oh, was where's the, that video at. It's 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 out there. You can I find see it. That. You can, well, <laughs> it's not hard to find. Trust me. How would you handle that situation as a theater employee? What to, to the person vaping? Well, and and fondling. Well, I mean, because they th- kicked her out. I wouldn't fondle anybody. I mean, you're the employee. How would you handle? How would you handle the situation as an employee? Is I, the question on the text line. I. Kick her out. I won't care who she is. She name drop all she wants. If you're not allowed to vape in there, you're out, baby. She did apparently said, "Do you know who I am?" As she was leaving, you got to remember, I'm the one that got in trouble one time for making the principal Wagner pay to enter a football game. It's impressive. You're a man. If if nothing else, you are a man that abides by the law when, at all. At when, all we, turns. When, I, when my uncle was at Wagner, and Wagner the gate was like paid for everything. It's not like at mail. He's at mail. Since he's been at mail, he's like the director that gets like the. Like the you know the big contract, he's like just making it rain. He's like, you want to work here? Here's some money. Here's some money. We got mail money here, baby. Make it rain. And Wagner, it was like, you want to get paid for working? Maybe we'll make some cheeseburgers too while you're at it. Because that's the stand. So like, you didn't let anybody in for free. And the, 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 the apparently the principal who I had no idea who she was was like, I'm the principal, and I was like, good for you. It's five dollars. Like no one gets in for from uncles. Like a true man of law and order. <laughs> She paid me five bucks and went right to my uncle and started yelling at him. He's looking at me in the background going, give me a thumbs up. Like, yeah. Texas TK can get a full ride to Bishop Sycamore for his ACT score. Ah, good joke. Where was that? How the hell did it take two hours and 54 minutes to get that joke in? 
Texas, that theater that Bobert was in is under the umbrella of venues that I work with. It's been funny. Oh, I can't imagine that. I want to say one thing, though. Like, if you're going to Beetlejuice, you should be, a, if, you, if you're actually having to sit through that as a play, you should be able to vape. <laughs> but since she Republican, I thought she was like anti, like, aren't they anti, like, drugs? Well, publicly, and, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Is, oh, yeah. That's well. for a lot of politicians, I think. That's for every politician. <laughs> I did, like, it was Jason Isbell was like, you can say what you want, but like, <laughs> but like, like, like vaping and grabbing that dude's hog in a theater is probably the coolest thing that woman's ever done. <laughs> I was like, that's a pretty good tweet. Texas, Where were the uh, kids? Texas, Lauren Bobert is a smoke show. See, I was thinking Lauren Bobert was the, the one that played the redhead in 70s show. That 70s show. No. What's I was Trevor's smarter than Biden. I bet my paycheck. Well, yeah. I don't think Biden's pulling a 14. What if Trump would pull a 14? Uh, Texas, some of the men's basketball team were walking around the common areas at the game in India. They, they were there, which was cool to see. Yeah. Card supporting cards. We love it. I'm always a card supporting card. Texture, we've already made the, uh, the that family guy reference before. <laughs> shallow, shallow impotent. Shallow impotent. <laughs> Talked about it already on the show. Uh, we've now reached the end of the show, which means it's our baseball portion. How about those Reds? Six out of their last eight, held together with duct tape. They're starting, their rotation currently consists of Hunter Green, three rookies, and a bullpen game. And yet here they are somehow. If the playoffs started today, they would be in, thanks to the Marlins losing yesterday. And they're now, by the way, my dream scenario is almost in play here, where they are very close to passing up the Cubs. And the Cubs are running the risk of potentially being knocked out of the playoffs when seemingly dun, dun, dun. having this thing all locked up last week. But the Reds uh, back in action tonight after knocking off the Twins 8-2 last night. Fernando Cruz is another the bullpen game, is getting the start. Uh, they're not starting Noel Marte, which I don't – he's been like our best player for the last 10 games. I don't know what that's about, but he's been, he's been unreal. Your Jays – I mean, we're, get, we're coming very close to Jays having – Jays got the Yankees right now. Yeah, we're coming very close to having Jays and Reds in the same playoffs, which would make for quite the radio show. Which you don't count 2020, though, right? I don't – yeah, 2020 was didn't – they, Didn't they put like half the league in the playoffs that year? Well, yeah, it was, it was 16 teams. Yeah. It was like, a, it was like a, one through eight seeds – on both sides, uh, uh, because they only play like 50 games. For the record, though, we both got swept 2-0 in, those, that, in that playoff. Uh, we didn't score a run. I think we may have scored a run, but Tampa beat us 2-0. I, don't I think remember. we had a total of four hits in two games. It was the most embarrassing. <laughs> I got so excited for it. They, they were red hot coming into the playoffs, like, we're going to win this whole thing. And then we lost the team that did win the whole thing. But uh, tonight... Dodgers? No, Braves. Braves won 22? I thought the Braves were... Okay. Or, or did the Braves win the year after? I think the Braves of the year after. The Dodgers won the Mickey Mouse World I think the Series. Dodgers won the 2020, yeah. Okay, that sounds right. Because the, Bra- the Braves kind of came out of nowhere and won it in 2021. Right, they were good. They were really good. They weren't very good in 2020, I don't think. All right, so we've got tonight Blue Jays at Yankees at uh, 7.05. Yep. Yankees are a slight favorite. Who got here? Um, Blue Jays got the win, despite the fact uh, uh, I can't. I don't want to dare pronounce the Japanese pitcher's name. You see, I don't know, Kokomo. Uh, he's, been, he's been one of the better. Kikuchi? Yeah, Kukuchi. Uh, yeah, Kukuchi. Kukuchu. Yeah, um, I'm going to go Toronto wins this one tonight. I think they do, too. I think they stay hot. Clark Schmidt's a bum. They're going to rip him. He is him. a bum. It's going to happen. Now, the Reds, it's an interesting game. They are underdogs in this game. It's the bullpen game. Uh, the lineup's a little bit funky. It's always funky these days. Uh, Twinkies, they also, you know, they're uh, Twinkies annoy me. I don't, I don't want to hate the Twinkies, but it annoys me that they're Five games behind us, and they're already like, locked into the playoffs because they're in the weak central. It's the worst division of all time. Uh, Kenta Maeda is, is pitching for them, who's not great. Also Japanese. Who wins tonight? Um, I'm sorry, the bullpen guy. I'm gonna, I think the Reds pulled out tonight. I do, too. They, they just, I, I have a feeling. This I don't team know. just grinds. I've yeah. never followed a team. And I've never had a favorite sports team that has ground, just grinded like this one 
all the time. Besides maybe the 2011 U of L team, the 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 bridge year team that was so good, and then ended up losing to Moorhead because Pey- uh, Preston got hurt in the first round. Now, you need the Cubs to lose, though, right? We need the Cubs to lose. We're, They're we're, playing the Pirates. We're rooting against the Cubs, the Marlins, and the D-backs, but the D-backs are also playing the Giants, who are they still are, kind of in contention. And out of that group, out of that quartet, the Giants are the only team that we don't have the tiebreaker against. So if there's a tie for the spot, like we get it against everybody besides San Francisco. So what? So it's because ours is like there's basically ours is down to three teams fighting for two spots. It's basically because Tampa's clinched it, and it's basically us, Seattle, and Texas exactly. fighting for the yeah. two spots. Yeah, and, and you're all just kind of same right. Isn't Five it? teams fighting for two spots. Oh wow, you yeah, got more. It's, more to... it's a lot. It's a lot going on, but let's get it done tonight. Everyone have a fantastic Tuesday night. Congrats to Trevor for getting a 14 on the ACT. He's going to celebrate. The celebration will continue tomorrow. I nailed a 14. At 3 o'clock. I believe we have Bats Baseball coming up next. We do at 6.05. Iowa Cubs are going down. It's the start of the last series of the year. Tune in to Nick Kern and company. They got you covered. Bats versus Iowa is coming up next. Keep it locked right here on 1450 The Big X. Go Reds. This is going to be the best day of my life.